Welcome to Shardcast, the Brandon Sanderson podcast. We're a bunch of mega fans giving you the news discussion and, of course, a whole lot of opinions about Brandon's works and the Cosmere. I'm Eric, and joining me is Ian. Hey, I'm Mir... I'm Weary Rider. <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> yeah, and I am slightly terrified of what I am going to learn in this episode. Excellent. Also joining us is Evgeny. Right, so I've been drinking, but apparently apparently Ian doesn't know how to speak. Yeah, this, uh, we're definitely well, recording this later than we usually do, so uh, great. I have a lot of show and tell. Oh, God. Okay. I thought we so, need to save all, the episode padding for the end. <laughs> no, 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 no. We, we pre-pad. Okay, great. <laughs> and pe- people are just clicking off the video right now. <laughs> You've already or, watched an ad on YouTube, so. Or or they're pausing and like inviting all of their friends for the good oh, stuff. Oh, that's what it is. Gather around. That's what <laughs> it is. Okay, so I have like seven things. Oh my God. First of all, <laughs> first of all, uh, new shirts went up on Brandon's site a few days ago relative to the recording of this video. Yep. And one of them uh, you have Rafa. to you have to stand up because you're too short. Uh, the the name tag oh, uh, we're we're over it. That's pretty good. I like it. I don't know where the frame is, so yeah, no, that was good. Uh, that was good. Enjoy enjoy my chest. Yeah. Uh, Someone so did, probably. with it's so it's it's really comfy, um, very soft. If you have one of the Amazon t-shirts, nothing like those. The ones on Brandon's store are just demonstrably better. Just a hundred percent, but you do have less fit fit options. There's no women's sizes. That is true. They're all universal. Uh, but I strongly recommend this one if you are looking for something to try. I'm uh, definitely gonna pick two. that one up. Good. I got the the dark nice. one sample thing. Nice. Um, which has the 29 pages. Which has the show and tell is shockingly page. relevant. For one. Yeah, I am. I am yeah. a little surprised that the show and tells actually news, but it's. Uh, okay. I like when we're gonna have to go back to the intros. Yeah, that, that'll like be Grace my favorite part. Really. Limbo over here. Yeah, no, no one yeah, knows no, who no. we are except <laughs> we have we have more guests. That's okay. <laughs> uh, I also I also got a bunch of stickers that you have all seen, so not gonna spend too much time on them. Uh, love it. Pattern, love no mating sticker. Yep. Yep. Uh, the most adorable Nightblood in the known oh, universe. That's super cute. That is oh, really cute. I really love those. A uh, couple of M-Bots. Everyone's seen M-Bot. Yep. I, I like the Lit. M-Bot that uh, Paleo photoshopped to be McDonald's. It's like, I'm McLovin'. <laughs> yes. Mc- McBot, yeah. I love that. That, that lift is um, so cute. It is. It is. I love it's it so, so much. so cute. I got V2 <laughs> of the Rafa card. It is shiny. Oh. You know, I don't I know if I lot, actually I have a Rafa card. I didn't get one when I met him either. Because because Brandon just is like, ah, yeah, you're gonna ask some crap. Like you, you don't get a rap. You, you got you gotta you gotta know to ask. You got well. See, ask. I ask questions that and I design them so they don't have raffos. Just saying. No, that doesn't matter. You you just go, hey, Brandon, you got raffle cards. Yeah, like I mean. early early on, one of the earliest signings I went to, he had like a pile left with him, and I was like, hey, can I have those? And I got like twenty cards. And I gave them to my friends. Why would you need twenty Rafo cards to give it to just his friends? Just for your day to day, like yeah, for my friends. Look, I, I will. I will just say it to Brandon's credit. Raffoing people is incredible. Like it is so much fun to Rafo people. Uh, like mm-hmm. when I talk to Jess about 
my, my own writing and I just get to raffo. Like, David, when I raffoed you several years ago, that, that was quality. I'm just like, well, raffo. Uh, and the last thing I got was this Christmas card. Ah, uh, yes. That is not in the store currently. Mm, yeah. But it's Oh, great. yeah, I have that one. Yeah. Brandon's Christmas cards are always so good. They're good. They're, they're, they they're pretty good. They're pretty good. Yeah. Also joining us is Grace. <laughs> Hello, I am Gator Girl, and I've been updated. So instead of storage caverns, I am now cloistered away in the Palineum. Yep. In oh, the veil. I say keep, keep venture. Oh, yeah. When are we going to go back to the veil in the conclave of the Palineum? I don't know if I used those three words correctly, to be honest, because I, I don't remember what the veil was in particular. It was the outside room where they got to study with mm. the books. From oh, Palinaeum. right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Palinaeum was the building. Mm-hmm. As Jess is fond of reminding yeah. me that there are weird symbols on the veil and oh, and the Palinaeum has very mysterious origins. When are we going to know about that, Brandon? Yeah. Book seems, 10, maybe. Dawn singerish, maybe. Yeah, yeah, nature. yeah. Mm-hmm. Also joining us is David. Oh, Hi. So it's cool. I've been hanging out with my friend Sil here. I'm Windrunner. Whoa, that's <laughs> it's sweet. The, it's the Stormlight Archive uh, tarot cards. You got one of the tarot cards? I am yeah. so jealous. Oh, oh I'm jealous I too. I got them. I got them and there's no more. And it's great. I know. I hate you so much. I know. Yeah, they, they are beautiful. They're uh, really pretty. They, it was yeah. a limited sale. Uh, 200 Tara of them. Went, I believe it's the artist's name. Yeah. Yep. Shalash. So does but, that mean yeah. we're going to have an episode where you do live readings for the rest of us? Of course. I don't know anything about the tradition of tarot, but I'm willing to make things up on the spot. So Whoa, I could I come up with so some bad. comments. And they There's sold a, out while I was at work. I know. I know. They... There's a very, very small brief guide to tarot that comes with the cards that tells you like what each card is meant to resemble. Like, in fact, there are quizzes online where you can find out which character in the major arcana you are. So mm. so basically David's an expert. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I so, read the pamphlet. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm Chaos and what we're going to do today, we're going to do a little bit of news, but we're going to talk about the Knights Radiant quiz and we're going to go through it together. We're going to talk about all 10 order descriptions and hopefully not have this be 3 episodes. It won't be. Uh cuz we, we've it done that be. before. No, can't. No more than two. (laughs) No, it's not going to be two. Uh, But I like how just literally days after our giant live stream was like, which order are we? Uh, Like literally the quiz comes out. I think it was like the Monday after. Uh, Yeah, it was. So you know what? We're going to do it now. Uh, Lots of people in our comments on those videos were like, ah, Knight's Radiant quiz. I'm like, I know, guys. So we're going to do that. Uh, We're each going to. Well, we, we've actually typed in our answers and we're just going to click because you don't want to see us argue about. Typed. Yeah, whatever, man. We've, uh, we've, we've, we've slid our answers. Yeah, it is. Some of us have already done it and some of us have not. Yeah, I've done it twice before, but I, I feel yeah. I, I'm, I'm excited to see. So we'll talk about that mm-hmm. in a sec. Let's talk about some news. So there's some new shirts, as Evgeny said. Um. Last weekend, there was a thing uh, that was like a virtual tour con, and mm-hmm. Brandon and Christopher Paulini had a lovely chat. They're so lovely together. Uh, that yeah. was a lot of fun. 
And really the main newsworthy thing is that Alcatraz 6's prose is totally done and they're just doing the illustrations. So I'm not sure when it would actually come out. Brandon wasn't sure either, but like it, it could very well be this year. But the illustrations do take a while, so we don't really know. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll finally read Alcatraz when it comes out. I do Alca- need to reread Alcatraz. <laughs> Alcatraz, I'm, I'm actually pretty excited for this. Alcatraz is fun, but also mm-hmm. like... In my opinion, in some ways, darker than his YA. Yeah, kind. Of, oh, yeah. I mean, it starts yeah. with Alcatraz being sacrificed to a cult of evil librarians. That's what the series opens with, and uh, you do the, see that. The prologue actually starts with Alcatraz calling himself a, sem- a selfish, contemptible, or a con- uh, contemptible, contemptible fool. Yeah, or something yeah. like that. I was trying to explain Alcatraz to Jess, and she was like, this sounds completely insane. I'm like, yes, yes, it is. And I was like saying the Smedry talents. Oh, man, they're really fun, guys. The thing about middle grade is it can get way darker than you would ever expect. Because like, oh, it's middle grade. It's for like middle schoolers, like young people. But like there's some legit storylines in middle grade. So I, I'll, I'll have to I'll have to reread them and, and see uh, yeah. how how those go. What else? Uh, I think that's most of the news. But we did kind of get a sort of word of Brandon, and because we are not getting signings anytime soon, and even if we do get signings, Brandon's changing how the signings work. So Wob episodes may be permanently dead. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about a Wob, and I'll just go read it here. Uh, well, probably not permanently because we're still going to get something from like Reddit every now and then, and eventually, yeah, that's we're, we're going to get yeah. enough Brandon, to put together an episode. Yep. But I'm hoping he'll do more AMAs, like at least somewhat regularly, if he's going nice. to like totally chop off yeah. the that'd be yeah, nice long, long signing lines, which are tough. But yeah. and, I, and I feel like that's going to be easier for like everyone involved, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it le- less fun, right? Because you don't get to meet Brandon, yeah, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but from like uh, like question and answer perspective easier on him because he's not rushed easier on people because they like are not starstruck um and we get to see the actual words brandon types which is <laughs> nice capitalization yeah but that doesn't mean anything <laughs> yeah. what brandon does brandon doesn't know capitalization no no he still no he does not at all he has his team fix all of his capitalization errors that is that's what i would do if i were him yeah i mean <laughs> why why not uh so this one is from techno pathetic uh this seems to be a pm to brandon which he uh which they posted on uh the forums and they said, hello, Brandon, seeing as what is happening in the world, it got me wondering if there's a shard along the lines of anguish. Seems like a pretty important aspect of consciousness, but this isn't something I've seen tossed around. Brandon, that is a good theory. And while I can't confirm yet for various reasons, I think you should share that idea. And so they did. And so they did. And now we're now we're, I we're sharing that, too. Uh... I think this anguish, is a right? reasonable shard shardish name. Like it's probably not exactly anguish, but it's something like it could exist. Yeah, like something like anguish, sorrow, grief, like Ooh, yeah. something along those lines. Yeah. yeah. I, I think is would be very interesting. Oh yeah, for sure. I've I felt like there's a there's a missing piece in in the shards of Adonalsium for a shard that is 
if not if not along these lines, then like a lot of the shards are are not necessarily positive, but a little bit in that direction, like mm-hmm. or or active in some way, like devotion, very positive thing, honor, generally positive, uh, odium and and dominion, while not positive, are very like proactive, up in your face kind of shards, mm-hmm. and so. I've I've been looking for something that's more passive, more subdued, more along well, the the I negative harmony. Lines. Well, I don't uh, I don't know yeah. about passive, but because like I think any of these charts can be very active, right? Preservation, yeah, yeah. Passive? I'm just well, preservation well, yeah. is very yeah. passive, yeah. But 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 yes, but the act of preserving something is like it's an action. I'm not explaining it very well. No. <laughs> It's like, uh, I like I get what you mean. It's like I can't think of a better word, but I know I I, I, I know what you're going for. If I word vomit enough, you get the idea of that I'm that I'm trying to. Welcome to Shardcast, <laughs> word vomit edition. <laughs> From like uh, a more negative Nelly perspective, like I think it I think it's cool. It could definitely be a real shard. The response to me definitely seemed more like of a classic Brandon. Like eh, maybe it's a theory, but. That's different I, than just rap. Like you should share this, but, no, but like, he, tell, he tells people who PM him long theories to share their theories. I've seen it done before. You know, like he like that's what he really wants the community to do is talk about things. He doesn't want the community to ask him to say yes or no on stuff because that's what the books are for. Generally, Brandon, I never say no to a theory, Sanderson. <laughs> yeah, but I really like it. anguish. Could be a shard. I kind of have yet to decide what I think about shards that represent emotion ever since odium has claimed to be passion i haven't figured out in my head what that means for other shards and but i mean like like, yeah to me if there were a shard encompassing the idea of anguish to me odium would view that shard as a threat and would go after that shard why is that which kind of sort of a threat to odium sort of propaganda of like i am all emotion Mm -hmm. yeah well, but arguably, he doesn't even claim to be all. Well, I mean, he, he says he, he literally says, yeah, I yeah, am yeah, emotion yeah. incarnate. Yeah, but, but the, the way Dalinar experiences the shard, mm-hmm. he experiences like specific emotion, like emotions that run in, he in the same. experiences passionate emotion, like strong emotion. Yeah, because like, not necessarily devo- devotion exists, right? I, uh, I definitely and, think and, view passion as being a strong emotion, but I guess that might just be like, me. But it's like not all strong emotions are passions. Like anguish can be a very strong emotion. I wouldn't define it as a passion. I, I, guess, I don't. But I would call I would call anguish a passionate feeling. But like, the, isn't that the whole thing of like Odium yeah, literally know. making Dalinar suffer like horrible anguish and then that's giving the true. pain like it come yeah. on uh so that's a very good point <laughs> so like well, there's overlap you, but like yeah. there will be overlap with shards yeah. and like that that's interesting but it is kind of an interesting idea and direction mm-hmm. but like i don't think it's exactly anguish at all even if that is a thing mm-hmm. yeah but when when i first read this i was actually Reminded of something from Tolkien, uh-huh. Middle Earth, because if you go in like to the Silmarillion, it's like 
the Valar or these deific mm-hmm. beings. There's a lot of them. Yep. And one of them, Nienna, is like her thing is grief, like divine grief. Like her major claim to fame is like she cried and watered a hill and then the two trees were born by deal. someone else. But like she watered <laughs> the earth with her tears. Well, there's and, plenty of grief to go around in the Cosmere. We killed God, mm-hmm. so, you know. She was also the one who taught Gandalf, so. Oh. Well, that's cool. She can do a Lord of the Rings episode. Let's do a Lord of the Rings episode, because yeah. I, I do not know a lot of these things about uh, the deep lore there. I, I have forgotten a lot. Yeah. Cool. Uh, any Anything else to say on this one? Might be a shard, maybe not. Kind of an interesting idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. grief would be a cool shard, like in the similar I, vein. Grief seems... Yeah. I, I like grief better mm-hmm. than anguish, because that feels less Agreed. of an overlap, overlap with, like, odium mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. But it going into the idea that the 16 shards could have been 16 different shards, like, like yeah. there could have been one, like, okay, there wasn't a grief and an odium, but there was an anguish. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. yeah. That's we shall see. Six yeah. more to go or something. I think yeah. it's six. Yep. Cool. So I think what we're going to do for the quiz, friends, is we are going to click our results. We're going to talk about our results. Uh, well, maybe we should talk about what we think we'd get. And then we click, see what we do get. And I think we got to start with you. Thank you, because I... I have not done this before. Yep. I think I'm the only one that hasn't done it. Uh Uh-huh. I want to be a truth watcher, which I think is a possibility. I also think uh, Elsecaller is a strong possibility. I think a lot of us are going to be those. A lot of people in the fandom have been Elsecallers and truth watchers. Are you saying Mm -hmm. that we like books? That's crazy. Also... (laughs) It, can can we just quickly complain about some of the very weird questions on this? Because th- this quiz is kind of w- weird in that you have a slider that literally can go from zero to a hundred percent on things, and it's like, should it be sixty eight percent or seventy percent? Like, there's a lot. I of did stuff. increments of five. I could not go. I know. I know. That. Though, the like, fact, what is that? What's that mean? The fact that you had such trouble indicates to me that you were highly indecisive i was just like all right gut reaction <laughs> approximate let's go no I, thought in this at all i love the the decisive indecisive one and people are like i don't know what to do <laughs> like that was that's oh, probably yeah. my favorite one mm-hmm. see that's that is a catch-22 because if you're like oh i don't know what to, you to choose like you should put it indecisive but if you go like oh i'm indecisive and immediately put that you're decisive what does guard dog versus alley cat mean we have a okay, real yeah, explanation. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Because <laughs> this has gotten a lot of people so, in the fandom very yeah. confused. I have so I've I've heard at least at least four different explanations I'm of so what excited. these things might mean. Uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna retell all of them. The way I read Guard Dog versus Alley Cat is Guard Dogs are aggressive, they are defensive, they are like big and loud and they solve their problems with if not violence then at least loud noises alley cats are sneaky they avoid problems um they are subtle 
they are leaf life lift life life, life. life. Yeah. um <laughs> hey man been there though Duke has yeah. the, the the downside of learning english from books is you don't get pronunciation that is certainly true oh yeah uh and, and another like agile ish mm-hmm. attributes I so thought we had like a. Like these are did the creator of the quiz explain what it meant, or was I yes. wrong about that? Okay, I thought we had like an official. <laughs> oh, oh guard dog, you face problems head on. Alley cat, you avoid problems basically. Okay. See, I I didn't know what this meant, but I went with my decisive gut reaction. Went with alley cat, <laughs> and I was right. So <laughs> I, there's no right now answer. Now that the explanation comes, the, I I agree with what I chose. The only wrong answer in this is. If you're okay with right clicks being disabled, because oh my goodness, why? Brandon's site managers, why would you do this? I, I guess because people were able to hack to see it's like, oh, what answers do you need to get the specific order? We would have brute forced that anyway. Don't I compulsively right click on things just to like have the menu appear because it's fun and it, it hurts my soul to not be able to right click or open things in new tabs. Just saying. It's also a quick way to test how responsive your computer is at this very moment. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, you won't get lag and stuff. And that's Arjun's computer science tip of the day. Yep. <laughs> uh, were there any other questions that we should talk about? I think those are probably the weirdest ones, honestly. Uh, one, one thing to mention is that uh, not all of these scales have two opposite things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, a which weird is way. weird to me. I like, agree. S- some of them are, are obviously opposites, right? Playful versus serious, planner versus spontaneous. Um, but like, but then like dependable versus-, versus flexible. Yeah, <laughs> those are not. <laughs> that is not yeah. a continuum. Those are totally separate things. What does that even yeah. mean? You just gotta like, pick one you're drawn to more. Like if you're like, I oh, it's gonna pick. So it's gonna be one yeah. or the other. I which guess. do I more strongly? Yeah. Why have it be on sliders? I don't get it. But well, that's fine. Because it's yeah. 100 and it's for Sharon, so it's got to be 100. Because if they'd made it 90 sliders, it would have been of odium. We would have been in trouble. I, I, I would have. <laughs> I would have preferred. I would have preferred like so. In, in my idea scenario, I think so. I think one to five scales are fantastic shortcut for things like that. It's so a lot easier. to Strongly think about disagree. Things. Yeah, strongly disagree, disagree, neutral, agree, strong, agree. Yep. Um, seven scale can also work, but I think it's real iffy. Ten also works, but a hundred? And ten has no middle. Ten has no middle, yeah. yeah. Which is tricky. Right. Which no is neutral tricky. one, yeah. True. What we really need is like a BuzzFeed style, like, tell us your favorite food and we'll tell you what order of night radiant you That's what I thought it was going to be, but it's, it's yeah, slider. I thought it was going to be more like pa- pa- the Pottermore house sorting. Yeah, where it's, it's like not, not like a nonsense. It's like, don't, yeah. It's like, are you Pottermore, a polar bear like or a actual, like, Pottermore did sort me into Ravenclaw. I was terrified that I wasn't going to get Ravenclaw. I'm, but... I'm like so excited that you're going to get something totally weird on this on this radiant. Maybe a Stone Wardian in, in before it. he gets Stone Wardian. Like obviously yeah. we're not going to go through this episode. Just like, are you seventy percent obedient versus thirty percent rebellious, or what if you're sixty nine percent obedient? Like we're not we're not doing that. We're just going to click through okay. and just making me do this today of all day. Why? 
of it's why of all birthday. Day. Oh, oh, birthday. Oh, it Happy is your birthday. birthday. Yes. Happy yeah. birthday. Happy birthday. Well, what I, what birthday present? So I think we you got to say the words, Ian. What are you going to get? Okay. I'm going to click the button and I can't look. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you have to look. We have to know, know what you say. We can play Jeopardy music. Oh. And I click it and it jumps to the top of the page. So I have to scroll down. <laughs> truth Watcher. I think we got Truth Watcher. <laughs> What seventy four percent truth watcher? Wow, that's, that's a pretty high well, one. Yeah, yeah. Fifty nine percent skybreaker, which is interesting. And, th- and that's number two for you. Yes. Ooh. So we're Wait. gonna put the results on screen for for e- each uh, person. Uh, Just the bars. We don't need. The yeah, text. yeah. The bars. The bars. Well, when mm-hmm. we read the text, we will put that on screen. Uh, good. So, so after skybreaker, what do you got? Uh, fifty eight percent windrunner. 54% edge dancer. Only 52% else caller, which wow, I Wow, yeah. Well, then good. Then 43% Stoneward, 37% Bondsmith, 37% Will Shaper, 33% Lightweaver, 23% Dustbringer. Boo, Dustbringer. <laughs> I always thought I would be a Dustbringer, but in the ones that I've done, like Dustbringer's been like the last one. So I'm very curious what this, this third try would be. So okay, I'm happy, Evgeny. Why why don't you go? Because I believe the first time I saw you take this, you had like everything below fifty percent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the <laughs> like first, a, just a terrible the very, the very radius. First time, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't remember the exact percentages. But the first time was a dead even split between an L scholar and a skybreaker, and both of them were, I think, 47, 48. One you of these didn't have anything two. above fifty. Uh, I, I had not nothing above fifty. What is what is even more interesting is that my light weaver was like negative twelve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can get negatives on this. My my um, dust bringer was I think three percent, and <laughs> my will shaper was zero. I think those were my bottom ones. <laughs> oh my god, fascinating. Yeah. So, so so what are you gonna get now? Let's go. Uh, well, let's find out. Say the words. Uh, I am saying the words. I see Star Sight. Available you... 11, 26, 19. You're, You're the a order of Star oh, Runners? I'm... <laughs> I'm a Star Runner. Star I'm a, a Sight Caller. Yeah, a Sight Caller. Oh, interesting. So, so this time I got, I got something pretty different. Ooh. Yeah, well, that's um, the problem with sliders is that depending on how you feel during the day, you get different things. Yeah, so, yeah. So, so the, the very first time, I, one of the problems was I was, I was smashing a lot of the sliders all the way to like 100. Mm. And so mm. if you are too extreme on a lot of things, that makes you strongly incompatible with a lot of orders. Mm-hmm. Which which is why I had these so words. Now what I'm getting. So you just weren't compatible with any of them originally. Well, uh, but now I'm getting 67 L Scholar. Okay. okay. Nice. Um, 62 Truth Watcher. Okay. 57 Skybreaker. Um, and I and I think I know exactly the sliders that dropped my Skybreaker ratio down oh, you um, mean the one about bending the truth uh, are you yeah. saying skybreakers don't like that that's crazy or yeah, like letter I, of the law versus spirit of the law i feel like that's related to skybreakers <laughs> yeah those those might be skybreakers <laughs> uh, windrunner windrunner 49 edge dancer 47 stoneward 37 bondsmith 34 
Will Shaper 25 and then Lightweaver and Dustbringer are 11 each. Oh, makes no, me negatives. wonder if um yeah, it makes me wonder if they've like updated it to maybe to, they fixed like, it so there's I, no negatives. I think they were trying yeah. to get rid of the negative, so I bet there's been some I think the negatives are negatives. hilarious. It's like negative like I don't think I, you could get negative. I agree. But. Cause yeah. It just means not only do you not attract one of those friends, Spren, you actively repel them. <laughs> yeah, that's that's very funny to me. <laughs> yeah, I find that hilarious. Awesome. Well, so do, do you remember how in, in Words of Radiance, uh, Elokar's cryptic, like, ran away when Kaladin showed up? <laughs> That's true, well, yeah. Like, didn't, yeah. Didn't, didn't run away, but, like, Elokar reported that he stopped seeing the figures in the mirrors yeah. when Kaladin yeah. showed up. So that's, yep. the, that's the kind of power. <laughs> yep. Well, it's Grace's turn, I think. All right, so I didn't actually retake it because that's Eric fine. said that was optional yeah, and I fine. thought my results were interesting. All right, great. What'd you, what did you think you were going to get? So I wasn't certain. I read all the orders and I've always kind of said if I was one, I'd be a truth watcher, but kind of ambivalent on that. So I was pretty uncertain. But as I was taking it, going through the answers, I get to the end and I'm like, I'm going to get Lightweaver because... Of I think the two that uh, made me realize that were bending the truth yep. and rogues over paladins. I was yep. pretty strongly <laughs> on both of those, and I was like, "This is this is going to be Lightweaver." And so I was correct. Lightweaver was sixty five percent. Okay. Truth Watcher sixty one percent. Elf Caller fifty eight percent. Wait, that's fifty six percent. Sorry, yeah. Dustbringer, 52%. Will Shaper, 51%. Uh, Windrunner, uh, 44%. Stoneward, 38%. And uh, Skybreaker and Bondsmith were both 37%. <laughs> that's, that's great. That's Which I thought, I thought was interesting about it was that uh, compared to a lot of the results I've seen, Mine pretty much just starts with a light weaver and keeps grabbing things next to it until it gets to Bondsmith. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. I mean, you're, you're, you, you pegged that real good there. Mm -hmm. All right, David, what about you? What do you think you were going to get, Mr. Uh, Windrunner? Okay, so here's the problem when you pick your username when only one book of the 10 book series <laughs> is out. Is that sometimes you have to choose your order of radiant when only one order of radiance is known. And so there was an open question about whether or not that would have been an accurate choice. I do still strongly like the Windrunner ideals, but I've also kind of gravitated towards the edge dancers. So I figured one or the other was my general thing. Definitely not Skybreakers, definitely not Dustbringers. That was just no way. Uh, I've taken it twice and I, uh, the second time I got the same top four orders. So I think it's kind of settled. Yeah, what, what's your top uh, four? Okay, top one is, in fact, Windrunner at 80%. Whoa, 80%. That wow. is I get, high. I get really high percentages. I don't normally go to the... I don't feel like I'm... I rarely feel like I'm 100% one thing or the other. And yeah. so I do kind of... A lot of my things are like 75-25s and whatnot. Uh, yeah. But second place is Edge Dancer at 74. So a close second. So, so you uh, pegged it real good. Yep. You just you just know yourself sometimes. No, uh, and then I had Will Shaper at sixty two, 
Stoneward at 59, Truth Watcher at 59, Bondsmith at 58, Skybreaker at 57, boo. You uh, all have very high percentages, honestly. Yeah, Lightweaver at 55, and then Dustbringer and Elskaller drop down at 39 and 38. That is funny. Respectively. Because I feel like... That's a very high Bondsmith. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very, I'm very uniting, personally. I... I think the one of the few things that I said uh, was a hundred percent was hotel versus camping because I really don't like camping at all. But you got a low stone ward. Yeah, I, mean, I only I don't did two one hundred percent. I did one hundred percent library and one hundred percent fencing. Mm. I thought I, would... I knew stone wards. Like I, I had a, I, I thought I had a very intuitive understanding of what and who the stone wards were prior to this. Um, and, we're gonna read having, all the orders in just a second. Don't yeah, worry. and and having read the description, I think I like nailed half of what a stone ward is, and then the other half I was completely off. Um, nailed it. Hey, hey. I originally thought I Grace thought I'd be a bondsmith long ago, uh, which I never really liked. I don't really like the bondsmith logo, to be perfectly honest. Uh, I think it looks silly but uh then i was like you know i do like destroying things if i had magical powers so dustbringer would be pretty cool but the funny thing is that in real life i'm like not a pyromaniac at all i do not like setting fire to anything so i'm like i thought i i actually have a dustbringer uh keychain on my keys but yeah so the previous times my dustbringer has been very low so i'm very curious what i'm gonna see right here what, what do we get the the funny thing is i read the dustbringer description and the first thing i thought of was i think the real dustbringers would absolutely not want eric in their order at all based on his uh like mindset towards ruin and things. The mad for because power the whole, bit. The whole thing yeah. is like, oh, if you have this power to destroy, you have to learn how to control it and know when to use it and not just oh. destroy to destroy. Oh. Yeah. yeah, Dustbringer's the last place for me. <laughs> not surprising. Uh, so perhaps not surprisingly, uh, Truth Watcher is my number one, 69%. Uh, nice. Ooh, this is interesting. Windrunner is number two for me at 64%. Hey. Uh, which is actually one of the highest Windrunner I've gotten. Uh, then Elskaller tied also at 64%. And amusingly, Skybreaker is at 63%. So <laughs> Windrunner, like all those other uh, three are right next to each other. Then I have Edge Dancer, which is like, I feel like I wouldn't really be a good Edge Dancer. 61%. Then we got Lightweaver at 50 Stone Ward 48. Will Shaper 42. Bondsmith 39. Dustbringer 35. <laughs> So I guess I'm not a Dustbringer, but maybe I just aspire to be a Dustbringer, okay? Uh, you know, I just got to really convince an Ash Spren that I'm worthy, you know? Like, it, you know, it's fine. Yeah, Venley got Tambor, so I'm sure you could somehow. Yeah, yeah just spread. with extenuating circumstances. Just uh, inherit, inherit a Spren from your brother. Yeah. All you have to do is convince the Spren. Yeah. Yeah. Especially yep. Bondsmith. So on the main Radiant page, like on your quiz results, it tells you what surges you get. Uh, you can listen to our old podcast on which surges. There's, there's nothing new there. 
Other than they call it progression and regrowth, two separate things, even though it's like regrowth is progression. Like, what? I don't know why it's phrased that way, but whatever. That's fine. Uh, but we'll we'll just read the descriptions here. So I guess, David, you have to read Windrunner because you, you got oh, Windrunner. Here we go. All right. My great narration. Uh, Windrunner oaths are themed toward protection, particularly defending innocents or those who are unable to protect themselves. The Windrunners tend to attract big sibling types who seek to protect the defenseless, but also enjoy action and fighting for what they believe in. They're primarily scouts, though they often work as special forces groups, able to deliver teams of radiance behind enemy lines for secret missions. They tend to be the most like conventional soldiers, believing in structures of command, team dynamics, and the importance of, a, of squad brothers and sisters. They often have larger numbers of squires on their orders and focus more on any focus more than any other order on mastering their weapons. And also on these, they have like little taglines that are like summarizing their oaths and Windrunner is I will protect, which I, I, I like West. Yeah, yeah, I know, right. Uh, I don't really think any of this is uh, particularly like that's exactly what I would expect for this. Yeah, yeah. I think we already knew all of that. Did, does that does that fit with you, David, on this? The, I think generally I am an older sibling. I'm not like, I'm not like a person who would martially protecting anybody but i can't but other than that like i think it is like a pretty good, i like the oaths i like their general attitude towards honor and whatnot they're not the skybreakers so that's a so huge high. plus i'm surprised i got windrunner so high because that is like not me at all but i had a high skybreaker i can take that let's do sky yeah why don't you do sky uh so the and skybreakers motto yeah is i will seek justice uh, and their oaths are themed towards justice, fighting for causes and enforcing social rules. They generally reinforce the importance of moral codes, legal structures, and similar boundaries that protect civilization. The Skybreakers were the enforcers of the Knights Radiant, often tasked with keeping the peace, policing the other orders, and making certain the dangerous or dark forces in the world were contained. This sometimes gave them a bad reputation among the more free-thinking orders of knights, but the Skybreakers, at their best, <laughs> were not merciless. They were the ones who believed that nobody, not even the Radiant, should be above being questioned. They were the ones that did the sometimes tough job of making certain that the orders didn't abuse their power to become tyrants, as the Skybreakers saw that those with power could easily oppress those who had none. They tend to attract those who believe in the importance of legal code, those who have strong moral codes of their own, and those who think the best defense against anarchy are things like patriotism, moral fiber, and rules to govern behavior. Note that the current <laughs> note that the current incarnation, led by the Herald Nail, in his madness, is more rigid than the ancient order, which understood that the law was not perfect, but instead represented an ideal to try to reach over time. Anyone, who, anyone believing in finding true justice, in defending the innocent, and in punishing the guilty would be welcome in the order. Makes sense. And it just reminds me on one of his recent streams, Brandon confirmed that the pirate code would be a viable option for the Skybreaker <laughs> to swear to. And like, yep. All right. I love that. That, that, right that is pretty cool. That's where <laughs> Seth is heading. 
I, I can see why I would be more skybreakery than I would have expected. Because that was the thing that I learned in this quiz. It's like, I guess I am kind of more skybreakery. I don't really feel like I have a strong moral code, but I believe in rules. Rules are important. Rules, you know? structure, rigidity. Yeah. Yep. Policing others. Yep. We um, say being the five staff members. Yeah, right. <laughs> in the fan community. I, I do like that it has to specifically mention, no, 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 Nail is crazy. <laughs> but we have to get that in. It's like, no, they're Ancient not all. Breakers, not murdering uh, people who shoplift. But not killing people who shoplift. So basically, skybreakers would murder me if I had a dust if I was a dust bringer and was abusing my power. That's that's what this absolutely. is saying. Yes. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. But like that's good. Uh, there, there needs to be a radiant order to be like, oh hey. They're internal affairs. Yeah. yeah. More or less. And the police no and yeah. the <laughs> FBI. Well, I guess not the well, a little, a little bit the FBI. I can't imagine why skybreakers and lightweavers wouldn't get along. <laughs> That's, that's crazy. Oh it's like, ooh, those two or, would or not wind go runners. Oh, yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, I, I do want to know what dangerous or dark forces they were keeping contained. That's an intriguing little line. So, oh, maybe they were in charge of, like, uh, guarding, like, imprisoned unmade or, or well, well, I guess that was, but, that was towards the end. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I mean, the, you, you got to know that, like, the singers and stuff and the unmade, like, existed for a long period of time. And, like, if there was Jean not corrupting a bunch of Sprint, like, I guess you'd call them the Skybreakers, and who knows what sort of odium influence there was between Desolations. Like, we really have no yeah. idea. Yeah, no, right? it's just, like, it's very open-ended, which makes me wonder what it... Yeah. Yeah. Like, it could just be, like, the darker forces of human nature. That's yeah. true as well. Uh-huh. It but, could like, be. But like they, they constantly fought against the the singers. So mm-hmm. like I was thinking more like Starfall Vision, like, oh, who released the Midnight Essence? You know, like that sort of thing. Yeah, right. Whatever that meant at one point. But Yeah, you could yeah. totally imagine a skybreaker going there. It just didn't happen at that time because Brandon needed to introduce the Windrunners in Book One. <laughs> realistically. <laughs> uh, but it also makes sense that Windrunners would be there as well. Yeah. Windrunners and Stonewards, because that's special the forces yeah. we knew. I'm going to read Dustbringer. All right. Dustbringer, I will seek self-mastery. Okay, yeah, that doesn't really sound like me. Uh, (laughs) That's true. All right, Kenton. Kenton! Yes, self-mastery, yep. Self-master the sand. Yep. Dustbringer oaths were themed toward responsibility. They were led to understand that the powers they used needed to be properly channeled, much as their own desires and wills needed proper form and shape. As the Dustbringer moved through the Oaths, they were taught greater powers of destruction and are one of the only orders where their abilities weren't all available at the beginning, but instead were delivered slowly as they made the proper Oaths. Each Oath led to a greater understanding of power, the nature of holding it, and the associated responsibility. That's super interesting on a lot of levels. That is really fascinating, yeah. Yeah, it's a very like with great power comes great responsibility, but reversed. I almost wonder because we see the skybreakers get division later, right? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. it could just be like a special thing with division almost. 
that's like, okay, we gotta kind of be careful with division. But I guess Milata yeah. kind of uses division and not abrasion. But I don't know. It's kind of lame though. You know what I mean? Like maybe maybe level two, you're making a table, and like level five, you're making the shattered planes. Well, um... we we have like in in the prelude, we see the aftermath of of the Dustbringers. Kalak specifically mentions yeah. they do their work well. It's yeah. like literally they, the first radiant blow order. up the landscape. Yeah. Dustbringers, though they sometimes objected to the common name for their order, preferring instead to be called releasers, because that was too Voidbringery, yeah. uh, are living contradictions among the Knights Radiant. They believe that great power requires a strong will to control it. Okay, Spider-Man. Uh, they <laughs> often attract tinkerers who like to dig down into the shape and soul of a thing, break it, and see what makes it work. However, their oaths are themed toward control, that they need to be able to control, contain, and channel the terrible power inside them. They tend to object to those who focus only on their destructive sides, as they argue that in order to create, one must understand the pieces of the thing they are trying to make. Almost very ruiny, almost, like, uh, in order to, like, destruction and creation, kind of linking those mm. a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. Uh, they don't see themselves as being about destruction, though their powers are the most destructive of any order of Knights Radiant. They instead see their nature as being about control, precision, and understanding. In the Knights Radiant, they tend to act as the equivalent of artillery in a modern army. If you want lo a large swath of land destroyed or burned, you call in the Dustbringers. However, they were also often used as sappers, engineers, and strategists. They attract anyone who likes to take things apart, who likes to know how things work. They also attract those who are a little foolhardy at times, brave soldiers who see themselves as containing and controlling terrible destruction so it won't get out of hand and hurt innocents. So super interesting order. Yeah. Yeah. Was was I the highest Dustbringer percentage here? I think yeah, you so. were like 50-ish, right? I I was surprised reading this how drawn I was to this order, and I think the main reason it wasn't higher was because I uh, am not like I didn't put that I was like bold. I put that I was more like of a cautious person whenever those yeah, types sense. of questions that came makes up. Sense. But in terms of the idea of they're more about taking things apart in order to learn how they work and putting them back together, and you have to control this power and use it in the right way those were all ideas where i was very drawn to and i would not have been upset at all if i'd gotten them i can no. definitely see you as a dust bringer grace i am i am very drawn to the archetype of um the the person who is like containing a great power or or something greatly dangerous at 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 like their their personal cost yeah, there are several fantasy series where people like trap dark entities or demons like inside them and like they live. Dresden? This Is that what you're thinking? Because <laughs> that's what I was well, immediately thinking. It's like Harry does uh, that all the time. That's that. That's one thing, right? Um, but, like the demon hunters from the Warcraft universe, right? Um, with, and, and like I, I find this so fascinating and so interesting. I love it so much. Mm -hmm. I like um, that they're engineers as well. Like, that's a really cool thing yeah. as well. Because yeah. they're almost, in some respects, 
more scholarly than I would expect in a way, because you usually think like the truth watchers and the else callers are more the scholarly orders. And I guess light weavers, too, in in some respect. But like dustbreakers, they're probably not as much reading the books, but they are probably building things or like they can yeah, be building. Yeah. Weapons the, the, and and they're like more like the Socratic method of like exam the examined life and all of that. Mm hmm stuff rather than the book learning yeah right yes i yeah Ooh, ooh. i bet book versus book smart versus street smart uh that mm. that's probably you gotta go a little more on the street yeah for these yeah. ones yeah uh, and also like the the stereotypical like engineer versus scientist right mm-hmm. um, yeah mm-hmm. yeah i'm i'm Reading this, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not a dustbringer. <laughs> this is not me at all. And the quizzes do correspond with that. But I can still like the powers. Mm-hmm. Th- there are definitely um, aspects of this that I identify with, which mm-hmm. makes it interesting that this is my lowest yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, two questions before we <clears throat> move on to Edge oh, Dancers, yeah, yeah, which yeah, I yeah. assume Windrunner is going to want to read. Oh, um, I can. Is Spider-Man a dustbringer? Yes. I would say yes. Well, yeah, great, I, great I responsibility, uh, tinkerer, engineer. Yeah, but you oh, could okay. also see him like protecting innocence and stuff. So, like, I think there's an argument that you could yeah. say for like, mm-hmm. you, you could probably get Windrunner, Skybreaker, or Dustbreaker for Spider-Man. To be honest, or or Edge Dancer, really, or like, Edge Dancer. Yeah, guy. Spider-Man I, could fit with several. I was reading um, the Dragon Reborn when this quiz came out, and uh-huh. I read this like right after when matt was like trying to figure out how the fireworks worked and so that was the immediate Mm. connection i made (laughs) yeah oh i thought you were gonna go with rand is a total dust bringer because uh, obviously you're not reading rand's story at all which is baffling well i I Um, still was at that point (laughs) but like he's all about is barely in dragon reborn like he has oh, two yeah. chapters. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So funny. I like that one so much. So anyway, anyway, that's Wheel of Time. Uh, question number two: Navani for Dustbringer 2020. Yeah. Engineer. Yeah. I can yeah. see it. Yeah, I can see that. I don't know. I I get much less of like the whole containing great power thing from her. Yeah. Is what I would say. That half is much less there. Yeah. Navani is a She's bit more a of the the, the discovery tinkerer. Navani feels more like Shashara in this case, where it's like, I created something. I'm going to tell everyone, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like a, a kind of that aspect of Shashara, one of the five scholars. Uh, mm-hmm. She seems more like that rather than like, ooh, I've discovered dark secret and I must keep it to myself. Like, that's not Navani. But like, y- y- I could sort of see that. Like, yeah, it's like th- her like great power is not inwardly focused because it's like the springers are very much about like yeah. controlling yourself yeah, yeah. Like, she, she has control like i don't think that's something like she struggles mm-hmm. with yeah it's like it, it's not a drive for her okay sure yeah yeah i I think she, she'll probably score in like the 30s or 40s maybe 50s mm-hmm. yeah yeah she's got some of it though like i see that angle mm-hmm. of it but, but yeah, I'm I'm sold. Like the the big headline is not her. Yeah, true. Um, Grace, I don't think you've read one, so I think you probably should, know. right? Uh, yeah, go for and it. then we'll do Grace, then Ian, right? And that's what I was going to suggest. So. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so I was Grace, trying to line up the Truth Watcher with Ian. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think I think Grace, you got it. Got to read Edge Dancer. All right, Edge Dancer. 
I will remember. Edge Dancer oaths are themed around remembering the ordinary people of the world, those who aren't powerful generals or radiants. Too often, the actions of powerful have terrible effects on the people with no voice, and the Edge Dancers consider it their solemn duty to remember that the people are the only ones they truly are the ones they truly serve. The Edge Dancers are known as being caring and graceful. Among the Knights Radiant, they see it as their duty to care for the people and are often less interested in war than they are about trying to improve the daily lives of the common folk. Often, a mid-sized town would have an Edge Dancer or two on permanent assignment, where they'd use regrowth to provide healing and would work for the common good of the town. Edge Dancers tend to be among the most religious of the of Radiance and are the order where you're most likely to find former religious leaders who end up bonding a spren. During wartime, they often act as the mobile medics, eschewing actual combat to heal or pull out the wounded or those trapped in terrible situations. However, there are some renowned for their graceful and skilled prowess in combat, occasionally used as scouts or special forces troops in conjunction with a team of windrunners or skybreakers. Yeah. One should never assume the edge dancers are in any way base just because they often ignore high society. They are renowned as some of the most refined and graceful of radiance. Lift, refined and graceful. <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, we, we knew that they were kind of like combat medics. Brandon's talked about that. Yeah. But uh, I like that a mid-sized town would have edge, an edge dancer for healing. Makes sense. And that implies a great that. piece of world building. Yeah, edge dancers were more, one of the more populous. Yeah, totally. Orders. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm. It definitely fits what it, we've like known about them before, like how they weren't in Eretheru mm. to record their thoughts in the Gem Archive. Yeah, because they would just be helping the people. The they were busy people. saving people. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Which during the yeah, False Desolation makes sense. It is really interesting to me that ex-religious leaders often would retire to to the edge dancers because that is interesting. it doesn't say and, and, retire. It's like when they bond a spren, they would be edge okay, dancers. Okay, sure, sure, fair, fair. Mm -hmm. But but like they would still go. And, and what is interesting to me is less that they would go there and more that such people existed because religion on Roshar right now, we don't know how it was mm -hmm. back then, but right now is very kind of centered on things that are either not divine such as the heralds or things that are nearly divine but are dead such as honor and so it is it is i'm very curious about how religion worked back in the pre-recreance days yeah me too yeah. that's super it's, interesting the thing that i kind of twigged on was that like former religious leaders like why wouldn't they still be religious leaders <laughs> yeah well, why like, i don't really know about that i kind of assume like more what it like at least my read but was more what they're saying is if you're just this ardent who's doing you know probably good work but just like the work that could be done by any ardent if you become an edge dancer that's probably your my your main primary thing like you're not primarily a religious leader oh, you're primarily right, yeah, a guy yeah, I've, healing people. I've got a higher but calling like, now. Yeah. If if the Pope became an edge dancer, would he really stop being the Pope? Well, we pope don't really dancer. know how the radiance <laughs> fit into you know pre-recreance power structures. Even like, yeah. would would something like someone trying to make a bondsmith their high king be even considered back then? 
mm-hmm. you know, yeah. or they'd be like, you resign your title as king. That seems unlikely because they probably want to like, you know, if you're if your king became a radiant, you'd probably want to keep them your king. Was, but was was Noladon a surge binder himself? He wasn't the weird vision Dalinar had. In we a, haven't had yeah, like, the weird one. Yeah, an explicit yeah. Nohadon was anything. But he like sort of like inspired like the ideals of the Radiance almost. So like it, it I think it's very possible he could be. I believe him to have been a Bondsmith, but that's just yeah, my that probably seems pretty reasonable. I yeah, think that that's a pretty a popular theory. Yeah, mm-hmm. I forget what surge binding he did in that weird vision. I should he like slid that. down like a weird tapestry thing. Like I don't know what that was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, like, as yeah, Bondsmith too. Makes, makes sense for him to be what Dalinar is. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a lot of peril. But but also, who the hell knows with this vision, right? Because it's mm-hmm. that is such yeah. a weird thing. Yeah. Like that that's Brandon foreshadowing some weird stuff several books from now. I'm convinced of that. Honestly. The kind of yeah, crap's going th- there. The subject of what religion looked like on ancient Roshar is interesting because honor and cultivation theoretically were much more active at that yeah. point. Yeah, seriously. Mm-hmm. But well, also people worship like religion is like a very fundamental part of like human experience. Like going back, they do seem to worship years. the heralds. Like even in those old visions, like mm-hmm. the heraldic epochs. Like it, maybe mm-hmm. less mystery because they like knew they were real. <laughs> yeah, but I think I think Dalinar does explicitly like challenge uh, Kadash at one point though, and go, "What what did they believe before all this?" And Kadash yeah. doesn't actually have an answer for him. Mm-hmm. That's super but, interesting. We yeah. gotta get some deep to flashbacks. Some ex- yeah. To some flash. extent, like knowing about the heralds, maybe made them like more looked up to. Because instead of just being mythological, it's oh hey, these ten humans are yeah. in hell right now, getting tortured so that we don't have to fight a war. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, like if you if you imagine like in our world, like if we knew for a fact that the the archangels of Christianity dropped down to earth every several decades towards the end and fought like that would definitely shift how you feel about a lot of things Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's very interesting really all we know is that there was some dude named Vorin no we we don't know (laughs) oh my god who's Vorin where did did it come from who lived in zero at 11 what happened 1170 years ago (laughs) yeah there there aren't a lot of named religions aside from Vornism either. Like, what yeah. is the what is the Makabaki religion? The there's the there's the Yesperists, which is Do you remember what? that? Yes, Yesperists. I remember that word. I don't remember what it is. Oh, because we have no idea what they are. <laughs> I presume yeah. we'll get it out west, and it, if all of those societies aren't completely broken, when and we there see are them. no cultivation religions, but whatever. <laughs> oh, no, there are cultivation religions. In not the like big ones, though. Like, well, like which one? Like, like aside from the fact that it's stated, like but, there's but none Yasna, shown. Yasna says that cultivation is worshipped in the West. Yeah, yeah I would expect know, like not among the, the Makabaki and their Shinovar people. Not among Erie. Okay, Shinovar potentially. Yeah. Did she say worshipped or remembered? I, I think know. she says revered. Mm. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. 
And like they know they know cultivation in the East too. Like Shalon's like Mother Cultivation. Like it's kind of it's in there like Mother Earth kind of, but Mm -hmm. it's not like part of their religion. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. More of a cultural thing, I guess. Man, I want to see like Nohadon time stuff. We got the Silver Kingdoms map. We don't know jack about the Silver Kingdoms. Realistically, when are we ever going to learn about those before? Uh, well, uh, Eyeliz and Tarma yes, we were two, two kingdoms. Names. <laughs> yes, 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 they, yes. they, they, the Dalinar had never they, heard of them. Likely That's what I'm referring to. That's what I want to know. <laughs> well, pre- yeah. presumably there were several, there were like, before the Radiance, like society would be totally broken and like the kingdoms would always have like changed names because they'd be maybe similar ethnicities and stuff, but like none of the governance would be the same because that would all been dead. It's, it's the thing you just said uh something th- those names did not sound familiar to me so just i'm not 100 percent. no no oh, no it's from, it's it's from way of kings oh, it's oh, did you no. actually say something in rhythm before because those names mean nothing to me oh no 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 i wrote these i i wrote these uh copper mind articles uh they're they're basically cop they're basically copy pastes of each other because we know just as little about each of them but yeah there's eyeliz which is E-I-L-I-Z. Yeah, I bet you forgot about that, because probably everyone did. Uh, and then there's Tarma, which is mentioned in the same breath. Well, I literally clicked through, and like I literally just switched. I <laughs> listened Tarma in the article. These are quality compromised articles here, okay? Marked is complete. Done. Yeah, like, I know. We get to... We get to like Stormlight, like nine flashbacks, and it's like Tom living in Islas, and it's like, dude, I would love that. that. <laughs> Watch Brandon like misspell it uh, when he gets back to it's like, ah, oh, yes. Uh, like Bennett. <laughs> like <laughs> Bennett. Yeah. Well, he didn't have as big of a team. That would, that would be caught at this stage. No. But, uh, I like how we're like, oh yeah, Ed- Edge Dancer, we can cruise through that. I was like, what if we talk about Roshan history <laughs> on one offhand line and not really talk about the Edge Dancers at all? That's okay, so right. this this feels very Lyran to me. I feel like if he's going to bond his friend, he'll be an Edge Dancer. Yeah, yes. yeah, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, remembering like being, being around the common people, not going to high society. A yeah. healer, yeah, that that's that's edge dancer for sure, right? Yep, hundred percent. Oh, I I need him to be an edge dancer so much. That'd be really cool. That'd I'd, be sweet. I feel that'd be a fun dynamic with Kaladin. Where they? Oh, that would be that would be yeah, a fun like, dynamic. I want Liren to be left squire. Oh, that <laughs> would be hilarious. He should have actually gone his own spread, but I like I want or him to be her or look. Edge dancers could be special forces. Special forces, Liren and Kaladin on the case. Let's go. Oh, just flying through the continent, dropping in the middle of They're the action. Liren, Liren goes one way to heal people. Kaladin goes the other way to kill people. Got the well, shard scalpel, like <laughs> making no progress. Like <laughs> I'm doing oh, surgery. Just gotta go twice. Look, yeah. it's really good at killing dead uh, skin. I, I got that under control. Uh, it's like you've got to amputate this leg. All right, easy. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> easy. But it's like a seven-foot shard blade. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Look, the leg's already dead inside. It's I fine. will remember your leg. <laughs> That's, yeah, this is highly unrealistic. He's like, I'll just take the leg off and you can deal with it. I mean, he could. Well, yeah, that's that's a good. He point. could chop off the leg and grow a new one. Yeah, easy. Just yeah. need enough okay, sunlight. But, but imagine, imagine. So <laughs> it's, it's like it's like anesthesia, right? So you you have to work on a leg, right? And so you sever the leg's <laughs> spiritual connection with the body, As and you so do. the person no longer feels the leg. You do your thing, right? They don't feel a thing, and then you just regrowth, restore the leg back to the body. But wouldn't you just use regrowth in the first place and just like match it with oh. its spiritual ideal? Like, couldn't you just do that in the first place? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's probably more straightforward, yeah. Maybe in <laughs> a traditionalist, and he's like, there's a right way to do this. <laughs> I, I I want to imagine that there's just like this crazy surgeon edge dancer who's just like, nah, 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 guys, I got this. And other edge dancer, like skybreakers have to come in and like, you're being really unethical about your oaths and we need to, we need to kill you, actually, because you're just being really mean to people. Uh, With yeah. the shard chainsaw. <laughs> Jeez. Let's go to Truth Watcher. <laughs> Okay. All right, Ian. Now is your time to shine. Truth Watcher. I will seek truth. Makes sense. Yep. Yeah. Truth Watcher oaths are themed around seeking to find ultimate truth and sharing it. They are very concerned with knowledge and the proper exploitation of it. Note that this should not be confused with the Lightweavers, whose oaths are themed toward personal truths about themselves said for reasons of self-actualization. Truth watchers are more concerned with the fundamental truths of the universe and whether or not those in power are being truthful with the people they lead. The truth watchers are seen as a quiet, largely... The The truth watchers are seen as quiet, largely known as the most scholarly order of Knights Radiant. They tend to attract scientists primarily, but also scholars or thinkers of all types. This includes, this extends to some who might not normally be known as scholarly, but instead as someone who could, often consumed by their own thoughts. In general, they tend to be reserved, particularly in person, though a small minority of truth watchers are greatly concerned with the actions of the powerful and might be likened to investigative reporters. These make their opinions known loudly and forcefully particularly if they think someone in power is abusing that power or lying about fundamental truths. Note that, as with all Knights Radiant, there is great disagreement within the Order about what is the truth. However, truth watchers tend to approach these discussions with enthusiasm, even if they generally prefer to write their opinions rather than speak them. Among the Knights Radiant, the truth watchers tend to be those who hold the knowledge and secrets of surge binding, and are the ones to discover many of the newer advances in things like fabrial technology. Sick. What? What do you mean? Truth what? watchers are awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I, the I secrets I, of surge binding. Yeah, what could what could go wrong other than destroying Ashen? Other than that, you know. <laughs> uh. uh But I mean, they they seem like a, a very like nice, chill, agreeable bunch. I think I, I think there's some geekiness to them. Oh like, yeah, I, I think they they would they would 100 percent give that vibe, but they would be cognizant of enough of like 
that that could be taken advantage of almost and th- there would be some savvy people in there i think i like the dichotomy between the truth watchers and light weavers because they're mm. both using illumination and it kind of goes with uh what we they, what we were talking about with like oh the truth watchers are like revealing truth and yeah and like we don't really yeah. know how the truth watchers specifically use their uh light weaving right mm-hmm. but didn't it say illumination in the abilities oh it does this, yeah, yeah like, it totally does illusions yeah, I, yeah, thought yeah. It, I thought it said something about illusions but. yeah but like it does it, it's just interesting that the light weavers are more like about personal truths and truth mm. watchers are more like universal truths in in that mm-hmm. sense and i i find that very interesting i yeah. think yeah. one of the reasons i got higher light weaver i mean than truth watcher is because uh there's a part of me the the light weaver part bristles a little bit at the constant use of fundamental truth and the idea that there is one whereas me is like i genuinely believe there is like absolute truth in the universe well yeah that's called math (laughs) just saying can't argue with that um so the the so i guess i'd be a truth watcher i guess cryptics Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is weird how cryptics are the light weavers, Bren. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, the description talked about like scientists and tinkerers being attracted to the truth watchers, but I, I got like super strong philosopher vibes out of that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. would definitely yeah. say that that would qualify for sure. Mm-hmm. I'd say so. Yeah, yeah. I, the whole secrets of surge binding thing. I still am like, <laughs> I guess I kind of view them as a pull to the bondsmiths. Like I feel like there probably is something important there. Yeah, that's but true. I don't know why they in particular would be more likely to be in on Fabriel Tech or in on knowledge of surge binding when the bondsmiths are like the guys that have to and gals that have to do with bonds, you know, and then they hell bond. But yeah, I think <sighs> to me, it's I kind of feel like the truth watchers just care more. Like, the Bondsmiths, to me, almost have a vibe of, like, well, it works, don't question it too much. But the Truth Watchers are like, no, we have to know why. We have to dig into this. They, they're definitely the people in the fandom who's like, but what if we analyze how investiture works completely? It's like, they're, they're, they're Truth Watchers. Or maybe else scholars. We'll, we'll read them in a sec. Yeah, it's like, the Bondsmiths, like, they have the abilities to affect Bonds and like they're like big picture almost like like but truth watchers are like okay but why are things like this way it's like it more they examine things more almost if that makes sense mm-hmm. so you think maybe maybe bondsmiths have like a more innate understanding like more intuitive understanding of like spiritual stuff well almost yeah i could see that like you know it wasn't like dalinar was super consciously like knowing what he was doing when he opened the perpendicularity he was just like i'm gonna clap Mm -hmm. my hands together (laughs) and we're we're gonna make a perpendicularity and i'm sure Uh, truth watcher would be like what's up what's happening how are we doing this example from the quiz bond smith would be if it ain't broke don't fix it whereas truth watchers (laughs) would be whatever the phrasing for the opposite side of that would be was maybe that was like take things apart yeah yeah break things down to understand how they work yeah and like which surprising like i leaned more towards the if it ain't broke don't fix it very very slightly i think i did like 55 percent on that 
I, I thought Bondsmith was more spiritual, but uh, that's not actually said in its description, I guess. There it, it could um, also be like pious implies, pious yeah. implies, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Why, why, why don't we continue? Light Weaver, I will speak my truth. Light Weaver oaths are an oddity, perhaps because their spren tend to be the oddest among all radiant spren. Instead of speaking specific words or even words along a certain theme, lay weavers speak truths about themselves, things they must admit to themselves in order to progress as people. It is theorized that because light weavers live on the line between reality and fiction, it is important for them to be able to separate the real from the lie, and only with the proper ability to do so can they move forward. Layweavers are the radiants most interested in the arts, including all kinds of visual arts and theater. They range widely in personality, from the quiet and introspective painter to the outgoing and gregarious stage performer, with everything in between. What unites them tends to be a love of art, though there are some few who are more interested in intrigue, secrets, and espionage. They are the spies of the night's radiant and are often untrusted by others, such as the Stoic Skywalkers, no for their love of subterfuge. They have a reputation for having looser morals than other orders, but the Lightweavers are quick to point out that their personal values are strong. They just don't feel the need to match what other, more hardline orders tend to require. They can be vague with oaths, and many say there is far more cultivation in them than honor. Others dispute this, saying that all orders have an equal mix, despite some spread naming themselves honor spread. Lightweavers tend to be free spirits, and many among their order see the importance of entertainment, beauty, and art in a person's life, and strive to make sure that the world doesn't just live through the des desolations, because mere survival isn't enough unless there is something to live for. I like that. Yeah. And it's like, I just like... <laughs> Going back to the Truth Watchers again, because I feel like there's a lot of interesting parallels between the two. It's like absolutely the difference between the mottos of like "I will speak my truth" versus "I will seek truth." Yep, because it's like externally focused versus internally external versus internal. Yeah, yep, hundred yeah. percent. Uh, or and I versus pulling, if you prefer. I okay, yeah, I that doesn't work that well. No. The thing that has always kind of like thrown me about identifying as a light weaver is I'm don't really consider myself an artist. Yeah, but I do spend like a lot of time on TV tropes, and I love like breaking down the tropes in fiction and movies and TV shows. So maybe that like kind of counts. Yeah, I and mean, like your art is copper mined articles. Yeah, that's a, that's and also yeah, like so like there's go ahead. there are a few who are more interested in intrigue secrets and espionage yeah. so it's like it doesn't you don't have to be an artist to be a light weaver yeah it's kind of interesting though because it does seem like i don't mentally associate artists with spies and i know they have that thematic like truth connection but it is kind mm -hmm. of an interesting dichotomy there i, I it's not one, something i ever really th think i've thought about but i do think artists and spies are very similar in my mind yeah I it's like it. playing with the truth like what well that's yeah that's why it's playing a bit... with someone's perceptions i guess i i, 
I, I did enjoy the the line in the description about like writing the line between truth and, and fiction. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I thought that plus the self-discovery aspect of it mm-hmm. um, were like really interesting cores to to what the Skybreaker, uh, the Lightbreakers are. <laughs> Not Skybreaker. <laughs> uh, I like the part at the end uh, because in the in-world words of Radiance, they were like saying the Lightweavers were like spiritual sustenance. Uh, you know, like yeah. not just surviving the desolations, but you know, you want to have mm-hmm. something to live for and like that sort of sustenance. So, uh, mm-hmm. it makes sense, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is not like, just survival, but life. Oh. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And making sure not to fall for your own con, which is kind of what happens to Vale and Shalon and <laughs> yeah, Oathringer. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's like, what? The line between reality and fiction? I've never seen this in a Lightweaver before. <laughs> um, but, I, but I'm really looking forward to seeing more Lightweavers in the future. Like, ones yes. that are not as focused on on drawing. Like, I want to see, yeah. like, uh, like, somebody who's a stage performer of some kind. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Be, be a Lightweaver. Yes. That'd be fantastic. Or, like, a sculptor. Right. Yep. Like maybe maybe they like exhale the light and like quickly sculpt the illusion that they want. Like conductor. Oh, sorry, Ian. Oh, conductor would be very cool. But and tangentially related to that, like Mm. going to theater, not a stage performer, but like the technical crew. Like, Mm. yeah, because I was on tech crew in high school, so like tech crew represent. the lighting like, and stuff, right? It was like that's yes. things. Yeah. Without a good tech crew, it doesn't matter how good the actors are. Oh, hundred percent. You gotta have that good lighting, you know? Mm-hmm. It's important stuff. I will say I, I am do not consider myself an artist, but there is a plausible like soul forgery universe where I ended up very into like theater and tech, I think. Mm-hmm. So it's it's Neat. I think it's like a plausible route if my life had gone differently. All right, I think we gotta have Evgeny do else caller. I I will do the else caller. I'm sure. <laughs> Thank you. Uh else callers. I will reach my potential. Is a phrase that has spoken to me for many many years, and I. So you're a total else caller. Relates to. Oh no! Like I feel this in my heart. Yeah, I know. And this is not even humor. Else color oaths are like those of the Lightweavers or Skybreakers, themed toward the individual. In this case, the theme is progress, becoming better with each oath, seeking to explore their true potential and reach it. Because of this, the order is open to many different types, as long as they want to improve themselves. Thoughtful, careful, and cautious the else callers are generally regarded as the wisest of the radiants. They seek self-improvement and personal betterment in their lives, but aren't limited to one specific theme or set of ideals. This makes them one of the most open and welcoming of orders, though they do tend to attract those who are less flamboyant. Ah, so that flamboyant slider. <laughs> the else caller question, I guess. Wow! I wonder what that meant. I wonder. <laughs> Um, they have their share of scholars and often a large number of theologians, theologians, but also attract those who are interested in leadership. 
they are good at encouraging others, but some are known to set their sights upon the things they want and then seize them. In the Knights Radiant, they tend to be among the best tacticians and are logistical geniuses, aided in part by their ability to create food and water for armies, but also their ability to move in and out of Shadesmar. Mm-hmm. Those colors are sweet. <laughs> oh, and advocating for genocide. Don't forget about that. They're really into <laughs> They're very that. Good Look, about okay. It. All right, all right. Let's let's address the elephant in the room. Okay. We don't have an elephant in any of our rooms. I have a shark, though. I agree with her. What mean? I didn't think that's where you were going with it, but okay. <laughs> you defending Yasna? That's totally out of character for you. Okay, look, so so you're you're fighting an enemy, and it's an enemy that keeps coming back at a resource cost. The resource cost is bodies. It- but you could say bodies, or you could say distinct individuals with lives, hopes, and dreams, but continue. <laughs> Six of one, half you know, a dozen I, of the can, other. Can, can I just interrupt a second? And I, I like that the Else Caller and the Windrunner are really having a strenuous <laughs> disagreement on this. And I find this absolutely hilarious because this is literally exactly what happened in Oathbringer. Yep. I yep. find this absolutely hilarious. We're just going to start acting out the books here in a little bit, but. I, I will concede that genocide is bad. Okay. Oh, I'm glad. I think you've, that's that we all can I was hoping make, for. Yeah. Did you say that's a fundamental truth here? I, I will meet you there. Okay. Am I am I supposed to be like distractedly sketching a like shirtless David picture right now? <laughs> sure, why not? Yeah. If you're into that, sure. Um, but also like if if like if the decision is between losing the war and therefore your lives and making the other side lose their lives like it's a hard choice but it's also an obvious one it's a very destination before journey mindset i have to say (laughs) you're not wrong well i think we know what that slider is doing (laughs) versus windrunner but also life before death. Like, you gotta... <laughs> you gotta balance those. Yeah, sure. True, true. I do think that this order is, like, almost certainly one that has flexible ideals based on that mm-hmm. description. Oh, that it, that are not sense, the same right? for yeah. each. Yeah. 100%. Well, yeah. One thing that I thought of after reading this, and the whole idea of self-mastery and becoming the best, like, version of like improving yourself was or not self-mastery uh yeah, reach yeah. my potential was yeah of course the ink spread would be so angry because all of their radiance betrayed their oaths and to them that's basically going kind of doing a 180 on reaching their potential and being the worst version of themselves instead of the best one that's an interesting well, point. but also killing the ins- yes. the ink friend. Yes. Well, that too. Insult to injury. Yeah. <laughs> so one ink friend was okay true. with genocide, but killing all the ink friend, that's bad for some reason. <laughs> mm. I I do think there is some like interesting interplay of how the spren view rebonding after the recreants and what mm. their order was about. Like the ones like reaching the potential like super angry about it and the mm-hmm. ones like being honorable and protecting also super angry but 
the ones that are drawn to finding your own truth were one of the first willing to return. And then you have like the uh, the cultivation spren yeah, who are cool, about but... like looking for the little people. And they were just like, well, we're just going to follow what the more important orders are doing. Yeah. Kind of the the more personal spren mm -hmm. are more open to to rebounding, right? Because they're they're some some of the some of the radiant spreads are are almost like holding grudges against people in general, yeah. and then mm -hmm. there are the radiant spread who are like focused on the individuals uh, more so than than the archetypes of people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I find it very interesting that dichotomy between Elscaller and uh, Dustbringer there, because it's like, ah, I will reach my potential versus self-mastery. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. And it, it almost feels like an Elscaller would think that a Dustbringer is like holding the, themselves back. Oh, yeah, I bet mm -hmm. they would. Yeah, that Are definitely they? sounds like a Yasna thing that she would say. Yeah. They're not opposite. So I was trying to think if they were opposite no. on the chart. I, I literally opened the chart yeah. to check, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Well, I wanted to see if there was a line between them, but there isn't. Uh, there is between the Elskallers and Skybreakers, though, which is kind of interesting that those have the uh, more customizable oaths. I wouldn't say that, that the Skybreaker oaths are flexible, but like they are more customized to the individual, I guess. They're flexible in execution. They, yeah. They have a code of conduct. About they, how they each do. oath is supposed to be. They're and... like the pirate code. They're more like <laughs> guidelines. Uh, I I wonder how cust uh, where the else colors are in like between mm -hmm. Skybreaker, where it's like yeah they're individualized, but like Lightweaver, that's like whoa, like everything's ultra. I think more towards Lightweaver. I think yeah. it seemed pretty. Yeah, they basically yeah, said we can accept any type of person who's yeah. wanting mm -hmm. to better Get themselves better. yeah so th that is very interesting because i find it very interesting that skybreakers have like ah oh, this is the oath of law you know like those things whereas yeah. i guess and, the else colors yeah. wouldn't have that another thing i found interesting was ivory compliments yasna on how she is spren like and doesn't change hmm. and these oaths are reaching your potential <sighs> But the context he says that yeah. is, I think, emotional, right? Like, she, yes. she doesn't change. Like, her state of mind doesn't change. Um, she doesn't vary. She doesn't, like, throw fits or anything of that nature. I think it's also kind of, like, else callers feel a bit like, you know, you're trying to reach your spiritual ideal in a way. You know, kind yeah. of that sort of thing. Uh, yeah, in a way. Like, and just... Like, ah, yeah, you're imperfect, but you could be reach all yeah. your potential and be your, yeah. like, true, awesome self, right? Yeah, like, you're not flighty. Like, you're definitely, like, striving towards something and kind of yeah. becoming more true to yourself is a way I could, I can view it. Oh, I wonder, I wonder if each oath is, like, a goal that you, you yeah. establish for yourself. And, like, like, one of Vyazna's might be about, and I already don't believe this anymore uh, but it might be about <laughs> finding finding the details around like uh her father's assassination mm -hmm. like i could imagine that to be a goal that she she puts for herself but that's not a along the, the lines of because the skybreakers have like the ideal of crusade mm -hmm. where it's like you have like a thing you're gonna try and do 
Yeah, mm-hmm. Elf Scholars could have a lot of that. I, I think that's mm-hmm. potential. She's got to wait until book five. Might, might love doing their uh, New Year's resolutions. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Actually doing them. Yes. Oh, oh God, they, they would. Personal betterment. They absolutely would. I, I do want to see Yasna have to deal with like a really big theologian in the Elf Scholars, though, and just have like a. You oh, know, that'd be since, fun. Yes, and she is so like. Well, but but theologians are they, they are scholars of religion, right? Mm-hmm. But I just yeah. think it'd be an interesting dichotomy to have Yasna, who is that's like one of her stronger characteristics. You know, but I think she doesn't a little bit. She doesn't begrudge other people their religion. She just doesn't yeah, so, agree. I know, so I but think like, it will be absolutely fascinating. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think it will be a hundred and twenty percent fascinating and interesting to read, but not in a conflict kind of way. Yes, I agree. It'd be more like friendly, like, yeah, let's let's get to the bottom of this. I like the fact that they're open and welcoming of orders. So, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. look, if you're willing to be to do self-improvement and personal betterment, like it doesn't matter what your background is, whereas a lot of others kind of yeah. require mm-hmm. more, I guess, in a sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this conversation between Yasna and a theologian is a very truth watchery thing i think because it's like what is the fundamental truth is there a god or is there not yeah Mm -hmm. if that is the subject of the conversation right because they they can be talking about like the cultural and the historical aspects of fair enough religion in human society or humanoid society can definitely see the l scholars and truth watchers yeah they're the scholar radiance yep that makes sense (laughs) uh will shaper i will seek freedom the Well Shapers believe strongly that all people should be free to make their own choices. Their oaths are themed toward freedom and letting people be free to express themselves and make their own way in life. The Well Shapers have a reputation for attracting builders, craftspeople, and creators to the Radiance. However, while this aspect of them is accurate, the actual membership of the Order is far more varied. Their powers lend themselves to creation, true, but their oaths are focused on freedom and personal fulfillment. Many among the Well Shapers are warriors focused on freeing those who are captive, and others are focused on raz- radical self-expression. The Well Shapers contain many gregarious and even flamboyant characters who make their own way, taking the path they choose. They are united through a love of building, but some consider the building of society to be more important than the building of structures. Among the Well Shapers, you'll find both those who dress very conservatively and those who wear very daring and original styles. The common ground is that both agree that freedom to express who you are is the most important part. Among the Radiants, they are generally focused on building, training, and making infrastructure. In war, they might be sent to a town to fortify it against an oncoming invasion. Before or in the wake of desolations, they would teach people things like sanitation, bronze working, and other essentials. Anywhere you find someone resisting tyranny or oppression, you'll often find a Welsh shaper cheering them on. So if you forgot, uh, town <laughs> is number eight, uh, so its associated thing is the Welsh shapers. No. 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 Oh no, no, that's a block. Okay, we're cutting that. Yeah. Uh, allow me allow me to remind you of um of a part I can't of Town's mantra. Kalak will teach you bronze. Yes. Mm-hmm. That is true. No, I literally just can't read. Cool. Yeah. So good talk. I have I have a couple of things. One, going back to our the live stream mm-hmm. and ship it or ship it or rip it, mm-hmm. where I had to argue against uh, Saw Zed and Venley. This sounds a lot like Saw Zed. <laughs> yeah. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. 
Mm-hmm. The whole freedom thing, letting letting people make their own choices. Yeah. Teaching oh, people yeah. Fighting yeah. That's, that's, that's actually really true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh the the Will Shapers love the First Amendment a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, clearly, they're, they're very freedom what of is, speech. Eric, in what is the First Amendment for those of us who are not from the U.S. and have no uh, idea? It is. gives you freedom of free speech, freedom from religion. Uh, you can uh, assemble and uh, freedom, freedom of, of religion, press. not freedom from religion. That's a very Sorry. important <laughs> distinction. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and uh, freedom of the press. Good amendment. Uh, yep. And Will Shapers love it. Uh, yep. So. And the other thing, you were talking about where Navani would fit in mm. back when we were discussing Dustbringers. And it's like, I, I do think there's an argument for Truth Watcher Navani, but I do think she would fit as a will shaper as well. Like build, building the, like the infrastructure. Yeah, and, okay, sure, sure, like, sure. She, she organizes scholars. Like she supports that infrastructure of scholarship in a way. See, that almost sounds it a, like it is a bit of a stretch. Like the L scholars and like tacticians and like strategy and her like managing supplies and whatnot. She to could me. be L scholary. But, fair enough. Let's see. Although I do, and, and this came up in the Discord a few days ago, I do like the idea of Will Shaper and Navani a lot because, so if you remember, Brandon talked about how Book Four actually has a character who's not a main character or a flashback character, but like, the book is focused mm-hmm. a lot on them, and a lot of people like Navani for yep. that character. Mm-hmm. Right. Don't have a confirmation, but but yep. a lot of people like her. And so, if she's that character, and she's and if she's destined to be a will shaper, then there is a really cool parallel between Venli the will shaper on one side of things and Navani the will shaper on the other side of things. Mm-hmm. That's true in the will shaper book. Yeah, that'd be interesting. The Will Shapers, have, they must be an interesting crew to join up because they're clearly not going to be very regimented. Is yeah. that that's what mm. I'm hearing from this, like at yeah. all? Uh, but I but I love the idea of them going to like towns and reinforcing them before an attack because like they they would go yeah. there and they would literally like sculpt the earth into um into fortifications, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is really cool. And like Will Shaper, Venley, Freedom. That those are kind of all very interesting themes, given what she did. Mm-hmm. Cool. Let's do Stoneward. Stoneward. I will be there when I'm needed. I do have to say the font for Stoneward is my least favorite of all. Yeah, I think oh. the Dustbringer and Stoneward font are. Yeah, I think it's meant to invoke like dwarven runes like there's a little mm-hmm. bit of that there's a little bit of like the the nordic mm-hmm. um iconography but <sighs> i just i don't like the fuzziness of it yeah i don't like that it's like it's the issue i have with the threnody symbol because there's like a lot of particle effects that is like why i like crisp lines but moving on moving on Stoneward Oaths focus on team dynamics, on learning to work with others, and on being there for those who need them. They put the interests of others before their own and will not bend their ideals for the sake of convenience. Stonewards are the infantry and ground troops of the Radiance and are renowned, renowned as their finest fighters, a title that, on occasion, the Windrunners dispute. They tend to attract those who are most interested in warfare, 
prowess with weapons or athletics of any sort. They like a challenge, and in times of peace are seen in engaging in and running various sporting events of both a military and non-military nature. That's cool. Many enjoy the outdoors, and you'll find exploration enthusiasts among them, as well as those who just like the fresh air. A camping they- question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this Never is probably why I got yeah. I got a reasonably high stone word is because of that question. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Woot, go Eagle Scout. Uh, they tend to be known for their can-do attitudes and for taking on enormous projects, sometimes more they, than they can handle. However, most agree that the primary attributes of the Stone Wards is their dependability. Though sometimes gregarious, they are never flighty. If a Stone Ward is your friend, they will be there for you, and that is a core tenet of their order, to be there when they are needed. Another key attribute is their ability to take a difficult situation with few resources and make something better of it. Though not known as inventors or creators, they are good at improvising solutions to problems in the moment. Yeah, so that is town. Uh, I j- literally just can't read the order. Like, I was just like, oh, eight, is, even though it really says clock. It's like, no. But yeah, this is town. That makes sense. And, and, and this, is, this is the one where I'm like, so, so the first half, the one that is like internal and like dependable and being there when they're needed and putting the needs of others before their own, this part I had nailed down like 100%. And, and that's why I thought this order would be the best one for me because I relate to a lot of these, um, mm-hmm. these attributes. And then we go into sports and, and then we sports and it's like, yeah, pass. I'm like, <laughs> and like fighting and war and like being gregarious. And that's the part that I didn't nail. Ah, dependable versus flexible. This is another stoneward question. If you we get all mm-hmm. the way on dependable, you're stoneward. For sure. So I, I do think this is an order that Adolin would fit in. With dueling like as an athletic pursuit. Oh. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like the golden retriever of the gang, like very dependable. <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like you know what I mean. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's he's, he's a, a very long boy. Good yeah, I, I definitely saw it more before we had this whole Maya connection, and now I can't see him. Yeah, it's like, I, an like edge I, I, I want him to be an edge dancer because yeah. of Maya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like Stoneward does fit pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's kind of one of the weirder ones because we don't have since Talon eventually will be like our presumably our main Stoneward character. We don't really have. A cast member for them, really, at this point. Since yeah, that's true. Talon's not home. Yeah, we'll, we'll probably get like a secondary character at some point, just so it's not just Talon that is our Stoneboard yeah. uh, POV, because because he's bound to be weird yeah. in in multiple yeah. ways, right? Mm-hmm. A little bit neat and makes sense. They're they're the ground troops, whereas Windrunners are more the scouts. And obviously, some Windrunners can be extremely good at being soldiers, but like. Generally, the stone stone wards are the ground troops. Yeah, and it's in in in. This is super appropriate, right? But like, we've seen stone stands, the dueling stands, and we've seen uh, wind stands, and like, the way those two play out is a perfect mirror of these two orders. Uh, almost as if they were inspired by these, right? Like, stone wards yeah, is this very if. like, yeah. 
this this very like tanky, danger ground, powerful hits yeah, right. type of stance. And wind stance is very agile, very mobile, yeah. very like precise hits. Um, yep, kind of wearing the opponent down. Which I, I love this connection. It's great. I love it. everything. Is great. Fantastic. Love it. <laughs> Let's do Bond Smith. Bond Smith. I will unite. Bondsmith oaths are focused on unity, unification, and bringing others together. However, this is a loose theme, as there are so few Bondsmiths, and the three sources of their powers are so different in personality that the oaths can end up taking a variety of different shapes depending on the situation. Anyone can become a Bondsmith, subject to persuading one of the three Spren who grant Bondsmith powers. Those powers tend to work differently for one bondsmith than another, and even those surges they share with other orders tend to work differently for bondsmiths. Cough, spiritual adhesion, cough. Yeah. I, I almost wonder if we're like, we need to stop here and talk about this before we Probably, move on. Yeah, well, yeah let's, let's do that, yeah. Because <laughs> there's a lot going on with there's the bondsmiths, right? Yeah, so mm -hmm. that's interesting that their powers can be different between bondsmiths, which... Like Wrong that makes sense. Bondsmith, yeah. Like the Night Watcher mm. Bondsmith would be very different from Dalinar, I would find. I would expect so. I would expect so, right? Like personality wise, yes, but like they have access to the same surges. Yeah. Mm. That's not changing. How different um, can they be? And like Dalinar has access to um, adhesion in the same way that Windrunners do. Mm -hmm. So. Well, so presumably healing. the others will as well, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so the the only oddity is like in, in this like the weird bondsmithy expression of the surge, right? So if Dal if Dalinar if the stone stone father if the storm father <laughs> the stone father, <laughs> you know that could be a, a god in Shinovar. You don't know. Yeah, no, the the spread <laughs> of the mountain. <laughs> um, if the storm father grants access to spiritual connection, what could the night watch like? Could could the Night Watcher grant something like cognitive connection or spiritual? Oh man, fortune, like another spiritual attribute. Oh yeah, right? sure. You can do all sorts of weird crap with the spiritual. <gasps> oh, role. fortune would be great with the cult with cultivation, who's like sees the future and stuff. Mm -hmm. oh, okay, all but right. I, I kind of like that. It's about him. Oh yeah, yeah but that yeah. That, I, it's, I kind of. It's not of honor. Yeah, it's okay. not of honor. Yeah, I just, I just feel like if the good guys had, had like a really good future sight person on their team, they would have had like a much less <laughs> negative impression of future sight. Fair. That's always been so weird to me. Like, I want to know more about that. So weird. Yeah. But it does make a lot of sense that the power would vary so much between the three bondsmiths. Yeah. Because with the other orders, like, Bren are very similar to each other within a subtype. Mm -hmm. yeah. Whereas there's a dramatic difference between, say, the Stormfather and the Night Watcher. Just makes me wonder, yeah. like, how well, honor and cultivation, like, made it so it's, like, that they were able to be bonded. Like, these three totally different kinds of spread. Yeah. Brandon has said <laughs> that they are technically sort of the same type of spread. Technically. Yeah. So that's what I want to know what the technically is. Like, what is it like a spread of the world or like some larger fundamental? Technically, concept? all 16 shards. Uh, don't say God's spread. Yeah, I, <laughs> I removed every instance of the word God's spread from the Bondsmith article. 
Yeah, I do not like the term God spread yeah. either. No. Uh, it's still well explained, but it does not use that term. Yes. Bonsai but it, even if they, they are the same subtype, technically, they're still very different from each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah Far yeah. more than like yeah. any other, the, the variation in any other kind of spread. Totally. Mm-hmm. And we have like the fun complexity of the Stormfather being changed by honor and then changed again by honor's death. And so we're like, oh, what? what's just weird Stormfather stuff? What's regular Bondsmith stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not, you're, there's never much, a typical Bondsmith. Yeah. And like how much how much the Night Watcher has, because like Cultivation created the Night Watcher with the intent for her to like learn from people over time. So like how much has the Night Watcher changed since presumably millennia ago? So right. she's bonded. Yeah. I mean, that is a seems good like way she, for her to learn. Seems like she'd do a better job learning from people to, by being bonded, but... <laughs> well, you know, maybe, I imagine since the recreants, maybe Cultivation laid down some different rules. Well, maybe that's maybe. what's going on, is she's like, how am I going to get her to know what people are like without mm-hmm. being bonded? And she's like, okay, we're going to try this weird boon curse thing and see how sure. it goes. But why oh, would that be called the old yeah. magic, then? Like, Oh, I don't... I, it's still no answer on the old magic, Eric. It's inexplicable. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I know. I know. <laughs> Uh, can it I could continue? be that oh. like cultivation was doing the boon curse thing for a while. Sure, why not? And so like it's the yeah, old yeah, yeah. magic, and then Night Watcher took took that over. I Maybe. I kind of tend to think that the Stormfather and the Night Watcher are old old Spren, and potentially were at one point eight Anolcium Spren, and just re- and have, that have been yeah. re- reformed or remade in some way. And so I could see something having always been living in that valley on Rishar that did something similar to granting boons and curses. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, but the, the like the jungle-ish nature of that valley is so cultivation. But, but it could have been associated with her before the shattering. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, yep. Yeah, that's true. That is totally true. Like uh, it was associated with the part of Aiden Nileseum that became cultivation. That's interesting, yeah. <laughs> I love and that. This You're just like... Who, yeah. Right, then the sibling, yeah. Who we don't know anything about. Came to Earth with the Erythrushit spaceship. No, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I am the sibling. What's up? That's what the sibling sounds like, actually. I What's don't know up? if you know. <laughs> but, look, actually, yeah. actually speaks in modern day English. Eventually, <laughs> look, like that one keeping up with the colons where my uh, Dalinar completely changed from line to line. Can't wait to do some sibling voice acting. What oh, could yeah. possibly go wrong? What's up? How's it going, guys? Is my spaceship totally sweet? That's what the sibling <laughs> sounds like. I don't know why the sibling ride. is a uh, like a person who would be on a skateboard or something. Like that's I don't know. I don't know. Uh, maybe the maybe there's something weird with like the storm father sweeps across all the land, so he like his spiritual adhesion allows for communication <laughs> among those people and then like oh, it's like he's connected and then sure more localized sure why not? Like, i don't know sure we should probably finish reading bonds we should probably we fin- do that yeah, yeah yeah uh the bondsmiths are unusual in that they are there are never more than three full members historically they work to resolve disputes and help set up functioning governments even though there can only be three full members 
there were times that some bondsmiths did take squires. That's new. Yep. Mm-hmm. Beyond that, many of the retinues that protected the bondsmiths were considered members of the order, going so far as to swear oaths, even though they did not have a spren and never would. Some even called this the most pure form of being a radiant, because these were oaths sworn not in the name of gaining power, but simply for the good of the oaths themselves. Worst kind of radiant. Honestly, Worst. that sounds pretty self-righteous. I'm just putting that out there. Like, I, I like it. Yeah, it makes that's sense. A very honorable thing to do. Well, so, 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 yes. so, distinction. It is not necessary that the squires themselves say that this is the most radiant way, right? Mm-hmm. Like, sure. they, they can be doing this for completely selfless reasons. And then other people could be like, oh, look at them. We should try to be like that because they oh. are really selfless. I totally yeah. get the perspective, but I just would be so bummed to swear oaths and then not even get powers out of it. Oh, it's yeah. like, I think the people who would do this wouldn't feel that way. Yeah. I mean, like, you're, for you're, I got, I, you were committing yeah. to an ideal, not like... Mm-hmm. Oh, I no, I get like the whole like the higher minded like side of it. I'm just like, man, that sucks. <laughs> I mean, David if, just wants cool powers. That's all he's really I mean, good. That's at like anyway. half of being a windrunner is just being able to fly around. <laughs> yeah, see, I like Truth Watcher, but do I like healing and uh, illumination? I was like, eh. illumination's pretty cool. I'm like so so on progression. Yeah. I do like illumination. Illumination. You gotta like cool. do cool stuff with progression. Everyone just use it for healing, but you can do cool plant stuff, I'm sure. Wow, mm-hmm. sick. That's exactly what See, I wanted to do, David. I am I am so much with Lyran on this. Like healing is dope. Yeah, but I'm not a doctor. You don't well Damn it, Jim, you, I'm not a doctor. If, if 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 you neither am I, but if you have access to progression, you don't need to be one. Yeah. More or less, but though, I, uh, you don't need it. Lift is nothing like a doctor, and she saved a man's yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do think literally I, resurrected a person. Yes, yes. But I like, mean, I do think for like finer detail, like being yeah, a doctor, you could have more effective use yeah. of regrowth. Probably. Can, yes. You could like, also you could, use, pro- you could do more with less stormlight. You can also just like use growth to grow vines in a wall to help you break into a place. Like, yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> I think about like the guy from the swamp in Avatar and just like, you know, like, that's like my vision of a cool truth watcher. I was going to say Dof, Dof is such a stone word, but yeah. yeah true. Uh, I don't know. I, the, the whole like I, I'm the most pure radiant because I, I didn't do it for the powers. It's like just that little tinge of like self-righteousness but, but hopefully they don't say that themselves but like i can imagine someone being ridiculously obnoxious about it is all i'm saying yeah but it is Agreed. cool that the bondsmiths do get squires that is pretty neat i i can't imagine dalinar taking squires though yeah what? like okay. i'm trying to trying to think of who dalinar could have as a squire Kadash. uh you Easy. know Kadash, that'd be good That'd be cool. Like, I mean, Kadash, Kadash yes. is the, the closest I can think of of someone. Also, who would... also like the other the other monarchs, right? Because <laughs> the entire like alliance that they have going on is about uniting, right? Mm-hmm. So, so I can I can I, see like I could really see Teravangian 
on a very specific arc could end up being one of his squires. Oh, yeah. I was like a very specific Look, arc. Look, Avalar wanted to unite people too in just a very different <sighs> you way. Did. So. You did. It's like, like that, I'm, that would I'm, be Caravangian's like redemption arc almost. Yeah, no, I'm I'm agreeing with you. It's just I was for a brief moment I was in a deep physical pain and so I couldn't I couldn't process. The the bondsmiths who have squires, are we saying that because like, in this paragraph that's different from the retinues who yes. would swear us. Yeah. So the squires yeah. actually do get powers. I, yes. I would say so. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. In some by definition of their squires, they they would get. Yeah. Powers. Right. Yeah. Cool. Uh, let's read the last oh. paragraph. Oh, there's more. <laughs> yeah, there's more. <laughs> Bondsmiths are generally the heart and soul of the radiance, the most protected and highly regarded of the orders, capable of doing incredible things with the nature of oaths, bonds, and power. The order including the aforementioned squires and attendants, tends to attract the peacemakers of the world, those who want to bring people together rather than divide. So peacemaker, that slider. Uh, yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, I will say that, just throwing this out there, if these are the most protected, like, like you got to keep it on your bondsmith, maybe use some people with powers to protect them instead of some people who swear oaths that don't give them powers. <laughs> But, but is it better to have people who swear oaths and don't get powers, or the guy who killed your older brother? Seems good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, they they most definitely do have people that have powers. Just, it's just not you, everybody. They're, they're, these are not windrunners. They don't have an infinite number of squires. I'm just saying you want you probably want to throw some windrunners, some stone wards in there instead of they just probably these people do. who are like. Oh yeah, no, they probably have like members of of maybe not every but like most orders looking out for them right yeah interesting very cool about squires though yeah. that is yeah. that's new lore right there yeah i was kind of surprised because i know that brandon said that some orders didn't really have squires and that's kind of i had just always mentally assumed that the bondsmiths would be that order and so now i don't know who it would be oh, that doesn't have like, squires yeah. but i thought it was they all had them but some didn't have very many I thought there were some that didn't have any, but I guess I could be misremembering. I no, I, I, like, think, I think you're remembering right. I feel like will shapers might not because they're very like, go go find your own spren type. Maybe maybe they kind maybe. of view being wire as like a restriction on freedom. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't know. And... And these descriptions don't really talk about squires for most of the orders, right? Yeah. They're, mm-hmm. they're mentioned in the context of the Windrunners because they have a bunch. And Bondsmiths. And not, not the Bondsmiths because they're weird. Interesting. They um, both have adhesion. Because they mm-hmm. get the giant glyph explosion because that's them being mm-hmm. close to honor or something. I don't know. Yeah. <sighs> uh, so I did find the WAP in it. It appears that David is correct. And it's actually in urgent wob from oh. uh, the <laughs> that's really funny that's yeah, really really it, funny like because you say uh talking about squires blah 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 oh, and yeah, you say right. and each line. order's squires are somehow different from other orders brendan yeah some orders don't have them that is the difference but some <laughs> have more yeah I, oh was that was that in the context of like me trying to figure out like the resonances yes mm-hmm. okay I mean, if words of radiance time, like think things probably could be more fleshed out 
uh, as mm, things true. progress. That was like maybe originally bondsmiths don't, but like some could. Just like usually mm. you wouldn't. I don't mm. know. Like it could, it could be more complicated than Brandon's offhand remark. So that's important yeah. to remember. And we still really don't understand the mechanism by which squiredom works. Yeah. Like, mm, does yeah. it require the friends? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. I mean, you just need to have a good resonance, because that's apparently the windrunner resonance, the strength of squires. <laughs> Hooray. They're team they're team people. Team people. Yeah, but but it's it's weird, right? Because Lightweavers also get them. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. I, I had a thought. Mm-hmm. What if only like one of the bondsmiths Bren allowed their bondsmith to have squires? And like That's an interesting idea. Yeah, mm. that could definitely be a thing that depends on which of the three spren they are. Yeah, mm-hmm. that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, maybe like the sibling because they're all about siblings. What? Yeah, yeah that's, well, that's I mean, all we know. Technically, all three <laughs> of them are siblings. It's just one yeah, of them doesn't the have another name. One of them the doesn't have a name to death. Sibling. What if- what if that's like an ancient sibling argument between the Night Watcher and like the Stormfather, where the Stormfather's like, I only have one bondsmith I refuse to share with others, which makes me better than you. And the Night Watcher's like, but I have all of these squires and uh, give my powers to many people, and so many people follow me, which makes me better than you. It reminds me of the Wheel of Time, where it's like, all the Ajas are like, you get one warder. And the Red Aja is like, no orders, men suck. And green orders are like all the orders. <laughs> men indeed do suck. I know all about everything that you just said, Ian. I haven't read <laughs> any Wheel of Time at all. And Grace knows all about three POVs relating to that. <laughs> uh, Unfortunately, but, none of them is a green Aja. So Gr- Grace's live blogs as she's reading Wheel of Time for the first time is pretty great. Yeah. Uh, one minor theory that I do have is I know that Brandon mentioned at one point that people in the past have been able to pass Spren, kind of like you would pass a Sion. Mm. And I could definitely see yeah. with the Bondsmith specifically picking a Squire and setting up a candidate and then passing that Spren mm-hmm. yeah. at the end of oh, your life. You know what I mean? If I don't know how that's possible, but given our understanding sure. of how the Bonds work. but So mm. I thought you were going to go for maybe maybe some of the bondsmiths like facilitated this kind of passing of connection oh, that, passing that of could be too mm-hmm. that sure. that's seems possible at least yeah to kind to kind of avoid like because um like if, if you if, if you're a spren and, and your radiant dies that's an unfun experience for you and so maybe there's a yeah. way to like transfer the bond so like the pain is just emotional not a it's not this kind of deep Mm-hmm. spiritual ripping or whatever, whatever yeah yeah yeah, like, yeah 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 it's it's, it's like a hey, you're i am no longer bonded to you but you're still alive and then later on you die and that's sad but it's not soul crushing mm-hmm. yeah i think bondsmiths could definitely do that 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 mm-hmm. seems totally reasonable mm-hmm. yeah it, it, it because there's so few of them it's it'd be really bad if any bondsmiths did die when they were bonded because it's like that almost kind of takes that spren out of commission for a while at least a period of time Maybe. whereas 
the other spren were more numerous comparatively. Mm. Yeah. But like we we've, we've talked about um how how the um the, the Stormfather must have been the one bondsman friend who was bonded to somebody during right. the recreance and how he survived. Mm-hmm. Uh, right? His name mm-hmm. is Malishi. Oh. <laughs> it's not just someone, yes. his name is Malishi. Yes, okay. yes, yes, Malishi, who may or may not be Ishar. Um I don't I, think it's Ishar. I don't think it's, it's Ishar. Ishar. Just just saying just saying sneaky. things. Sneaky Ishar. Malishi was the bondsman. Malishar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, his his Vorin name is literally Ishi. Anyway, um, so so like we, we floated the idea that maybe bondsmith spren are more resilient to uh, the breaking of the bond. Yeah, because the Stormfather did say did survive, right? He was wounded and like or hurt, mm-hmm. but like obviously didn't turn into a seventy feet long blade. That would be an incredible shard blade. Just a cloud, like a cloud blade. Just like, <laughs> that'd be sweet. That'd be awesome. That's why one side of Erthiru is so perfectly straight. <laughs> just like, shop that. She just summoned the Stormfather and just like cut the mountain. Easy. Nailed no, it. Like the, the blade just dropped. Like he, he didn't. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't even need to. Yeah. Just, well, I mean, if you drop it, then the wind will push it. So it won't be perfectly straight. So you have, you do have to guide it. It's pretty heavy, though. <laughs> it's a cloud. But there would no be, be no wind because all the wind was turned into the shard blade. All the wind. Yes. Right. Exactly. <laughs> the wind father. The wind. No. Cool. What do you guys think about your your orders uh i think all of you seem pretty pleased with the order you got i got the best order so i'm good <laughs> yeah so well. you you are truth watcher ian mm-hmm. evgeny was else caller uh grace was Lightweaver. david was windrunner uh i don't know if i like else caller or truth watcher better i guess probably truth watcher what do you guys think i, I can't decide <laughs> My self-identification was so wrong. Do you do you feel like you're more a progression, like self-improvement type person, or more like a sciency, you know, no, scholarly probably, type probably person? Probably watcher, to be honest. Yeah, well, it's like you're math a thing. math professor. It's like math is your fundamental truth. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I do <laughs> when I when I lecture math, I do blab about that all the time. It's like math is the one fundamental truth in the universe. It's great. So yeah, I got. I guess probably probably truth watcher for me. You know, you still can't get truth watcher uh, glyph things on Battle Eye. <laughs> it's I a one order you can't get. Lie. Whatever, man. I don't need to pronounce things consistently. I gotta help Ben here, even though he's not here. Badali, yes. I do usually say Badali, but you know what? I'm hungry, so sue me. Uh, Yeah, putting the bad in Badali. Yeah, and shout (laughs) yeah, definitely shout out to them too, because I think they're trying to like, you know, keep purchases up right now during this whole uh, COVID time. I did want to mention that because they needed to kickstart one of their new things because they said things are pretty dire. So if you wanted some glyphs, uh, go, go, go buy some cool Stormlight stuff. Uh, But I'd definitely buy some Truth Watcher stuff if I could. 
They they also have a uh, Nalthus symbol pendant, which is very oh yeah, the Nalthus symbol pendant's gorgeous, that's beautiful, gorgeous. It's really nice. That's that's solid. They probably don't have a truth watcher symbol because Renarin isn't actually a truth watcher. That doesn't matter. Blasphemy. He's one hundred percent a truth watcher. Yeah, we have Dustbringer symbols, and we don't Don't even have a Dustbringer main character. (laughs) Like, come on. We've at least had viewpoints. What about? Our good friend Malata. Oh yeah, our <laughs> good our friend. friend. <laughs> our good friend. Or good. Yeah. yeah Neither good nor friend. What about our person Malata? <laughs> our person. Uh, I claim no ownership. Any other final thoughts on the rating quiz? Some good new lore. I liked it. Uh lore is great. I like the lore. Uh rather. the format is the format sucks. Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of these sliders to be honest i i guess they worked right because because most of Mm -hmm. us and and most of the people in the fandom that i've seen they're being um, sorted appropriately yeah yeah yeah, so that's i guess you can't complain too much yeah Mm -hmm. it it does amuse me because did ben get a high dust bringer i don't don't actually remember what his results were i don't think he did I know he was actively trying to pick the test apart. It's like, that is oh, yeah. the most Dustbringer thing. Because oh. I think he wanted to get Dustbringer. And he was trying to get Dustbringer. And it's like, I was just like, you're breaking the test in order to get Dustbringer. That automatically that's, that, makes you that's a Dustbringer. That's like so Dustbringer. Yeah, that's This true. is the, the, real, the real results. If you break the test apart, you get Dustbringer. Uh, if you have to search inside and admit things you don't want to to get your results, a that's lightweaver. a lightweaver. Um, if you believe that there is one right answer to all of the questions, you're a truth watcher. Oh, it's not about that. the questions, it's about how you answer it. I really liked getting an insight into the combat role of each of the orders and how like they kind of fit yeah. together in that way. Because yeah. we haven't seen a lot of that. Yeah. I, I enjoyed the hey, this order serves this function in combat. And like it's yeah. we'll need and, and they make sense. We'll need them. I was going to say, uh my dad and older brother both got Truth Watcher, which is okay. my second. My mom got Truth Watcher as her lowest. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty wow. all very truth watchery, except my mom. She is mm-hmm. not at all truth watcher. What did she get? Uh, she was tied with Windrunner and Edge Dancer. Oh, okay. So a person of character. <laughs> <laughs> we just believe in fundamental truths, David. Come on. She she said she liked. I think she liked the Edge Dancer more though, because it wasn't uh, like militaristic. And I mean, the thing is, is like if you get really close percentages, it's like at that point, it's just attracting the the spread first, right? Yeah. Like it's not mm-hmm. really like, oh yes, no, you're this one, but it's like a two percent difference, like whatever. I've got a you lot can, of flexibility. Mm-hmm. You could very easily attract another one. Post your quiz results that you got in the comments below. Uh, I know you probably already have. There's forum thread. There's a news topic. But uh, if you haven't heard of the Radiant Quiz, feel free to put your uh, quiz results below. And so let's head on over to Who's That Cosmere Character? This character is from Roshar. Menace. Tia. Tom. Mraze. Void in drag on a horse. <laughs> it's time for Who's That Guy? 
Cosmere character. Call. All right, listeners, you know what time it is. It is time for Who's That Cosmere Character? The show where you send an email to WTCC at 17thstar.com with five clues and a character that it corresponds to. And I will read each clue aloud. And after each one, our panelists will have a chance to guess who's that Cosmere character. Oh, Grace, you know what time it is? Way later than we usually record. That's for dang sure. Yes, it is. It's after my bedtime. I mean, Eric and I are sharper. Not in years now, and I, like I need my sleep. Well, usually I end and I'm like, I need to eat, but now instead of lunch, it's dinner for me. So very different. All right, All right. clue one: this character is female. Chana. It's not Chana. The Night Watcher. It is not the Night Watcher. We don't know five facts about Chana, Eric. <laughs> no, we really don't. That's that's a good point. That's a good point, um, actually. They're female. They're on Roshar. They're a herald. They run. Um, the guard. They run fast. Runner. They're brave. Okay. All right. Yeah. You can you can stretch it. There you go. Not five good facts, but five facts. Silence Your- Montaigne. It is not Silence Montaigne. <laughs> uh. Fan, fan or Fandorana, whichever the name of that Spren was that showed up on the it Shattered is, it Plains. It is not Fandorana. Fandorana. Yeah, yep, I know yep. who you're talking Fendorana. about. Yep. Clue oh. two. This character is very old. Cultivation. Stump. It is not Cultivation. It is not Stump. Hadrotagia? Is she that old? Yeah. She, I think she's That's a good old. one. She's, she's old. Grandma. She's Teravangian's yeah, yeah, childhood yeah, yeah, yeah. friend. Yeah, right. It is not Androtasia. That is <laughs> well. It's it's also not that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not that pronunciation. But comments um, are furiously typing. Why don't you use the audiobook pronunciations? Navani. It is not Navani. I guess she's not very old. Yeah, yeah. she's older, but not very old. Clue three. This character is. I'm, I'm debating if I want to reword this one slightly. In oh, my okay, head yeah, sure, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This character is on Roshar. Presumably, no, that that ruins my the guess I was going to make. Um, because I was going to guess Ilonui, the one of the Irie, but yeah. that is definitely not the case. Or I'll say oh, yeah, this character know. is assumed to be on Roshar. Okay, still Iatel Yaddle Iatel. It is not Iatel. Yeah. Okay. Well, we don't. Um, we haven't. Glad... We haven't, did we see her in Oathbringer? I don't think so. I don't think we did. We did not. Yeah. No presumed God, that's what such does a, it mean to you, be presumed to be on roshar why would you phrase it that way that makes it seem like it's not a cut and dry roshar and thing well, yeah i got another idea but i'm not going to say anything i don't want to help you <laughs> uh, oh is it vivenna it is not vivenna she's kind of old at this, at this point yeah. it's like shalash it is what not does it Shalash. mean to be old? I'm talking about age. Numerical years lived. Is Ulada <laughs> very old, or did she die too soon? Yeah, I don't know. It's like chronologically, <laughs> Vivenna is older than Navani. Yeah, but Navani appears older because look, she all doesn't what you have feel like what your old, what your age is in the spiritual realm. Yeah. Okay, in your spiritual ideal of age. And yeah. In my head, it's like, you're either old for real, or you're immortal, and I'm going to count both of those as old. <laughs> I think that's, I think that's a safe yeah. bet. <laughs> yeah. I'm waiting on one person, but I forgot who it was. It's me, because oh, I have not God. guessed. I have not made an actual guess. Um, what does that mean? 
female, very old, presumed on Roshar. Look, I'm just going to try and not overthink this. Just uh, get Chris? Yeah, it was not Chris. That was my guess I wasn't going to say. Uh, there you go. This character was imprisoned for her actions. This is like a good one, I bet. Bottom Mishram? Bottom Mishram. Nice. No! All right, so that that's that's good with the presumed. That yeah. that is good. Yeah. I like that. Well, it it originally said suspected to be from Roshar, but I disagreed with that one because I was yeah, like, that, that's kind of a little clunky wording. Yeah, yeah. yeah you so I, you saved us there. Oh yeah. man, yeah, that's good. Uh, I, I was just like, so who's this- old and imprisoned and who's female? Huh. Yeah, that was good. That was good. I like that. Was last uh, clue five was this character was a commander in general nice. and it was sent in by a hockey don nice see i had i had primed a lady lish we guess uh mm. but oh. the imprisonment thing nice. changed on, my mind so, on brave who actually got that was it Argent? Argent. Argent yeah. was very much definitely yeah. first yeah <laughs> was an eric <laughs> It, it definitely was not me, that's for sure. <laughs> Look, I'm hungry. I'm not paying attention. I got my Chana guess. That's all, that's all I got. Cool. That was a good one. I like it. Badamishram's in there relevant. Nice. Love it. All right. Uh, this next one was sent in by Hutana Hill on Discord. Oh, Hutana hmm. Hill, I think? Oh, mm. yeah. I don't <laughs> I'm not good at reading these names. It's hard to I can barely pronounce actual names. Yeah. Yeah. I I have great empathy for Twitch streamers who like, ah, I can read all the people who sub to me and I can actually pronounce their names correctly. It's pretty hard. In actual. Right. Yep. Clue one. This character took a long journey. Jana. It is not (laughs) Jana. Fleet. It is not Fleet. (laughs) You said flute. I was like, Fluty. <laughs> hmm. Who's gonna guess? Yaddle? It's not Yaddle. <laughs> what about. Re- what about. Rehash our guesses. <laughs> I can't remember oh, what I guessed. Uh, Borea from the Honor Friendship. It's not Borea. I don't know. I'm just picking something. Wow. All right. Clue I, liked, I liked her name. This character is related to a viewpoint character. Helleran. Oh, what did you say, Wendy? Shalon. I said Helleran. It is not Shalon. Uh, it is not Helleran. Uh, I guess Balot has that one uh, interlude. <laughs> he doesn't go on a journey, though. He just no. hurts animals and stuff. Yeah, around. no, no. I'm saying which viewpoint character would Shalon be related to, is what I was wondering. Adeline. Oh. <laughs> True. <laughs> ah, that does technically count. I guess. That's um, typically not what people mean when they mean related to. It's like, oh I'm yeah, I'm related him? to my wife. It's like, y- but her, yeah. Her brother does have a viewpoint in an interlude, so. <laughs> technically, yes. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't like this guess, but I was going to go with Wickham. It is not Wickham. <laughs> How many Devars can we guess on the same clue? <laughs> I mean, most of them, really. We just need a secret fifth Devar sibling. <laughs> I think. There I think are you... more than five Devar siblings. Yeah, we 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 have. Uh... Or well, you can still guess Jushu. Yep, or Yushu, I guess. Yeah, there are six, exactly five. Six, a sixth Devar sibling that Shalon has removed from her memory. 
<laughs> sure, why not? And from life. The sixth it's one is her mom. Veil and Radiant, obviously. <laughs> no. Boo. Boo. Ah, uh, yes. Veil Devar. Veil, yeah. Radiant okay. Devar. Oh, God. We got stuck on the Rashar again. Yeah, we did. Yes, we did. Uh, well, <laughs> it's on the brain. Statistically it so speaking. It is so difficult to not think Rashar thoughts, though. Like, I'm going to go with Kyine. Because he not, traveled the world. It is not Kyine. Clue three. This character doesn't have a strong relationship with their father. That doesn't help at all. That's like everyone. <laughs> I feel like I got worse at this over the years. Yeah, you haven't done yeah, enough wiki doing work. it for years. We, you hey. haven't done enough wiki stuff, David. Hey, I have. I wrote that Splinter article. That's true. It I only took a year. Stuff on the Bondsmith page, Eric. It, it took <laughs> up until this point. It took infinity years. So, <laughs> look, I can't hey, say I'm the, doing much better. What's the second clue again? Second clue was related to a viewpoint character. Would you say because like? Related is such a weird word in in this fandom, right? Is the intent here like familial relation or like the shards of Adonazium are related to Scadrial? Hey man, every every light eyes has the Sunmaker as a as an ancestor. <laughs> Who knows what that means? Oh, Grace, I'm gonna go with Dalinar. It is not Dalinar. I forgot all the clues. <laughs> I need the stream to help me out. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kelsier. It is Kelsier's not Kelsier. Kelsier is good. See, at one point I did want to guess Marsh, but because what he if, is a viewpoint character. What if it was Yushu? What, what, wouldn't that be a big plot twist? <laughs> <laughs> the one device just pick? laughing in her head. <laughs> Which I assume she does the entire time. Oh, of course. That. Reasonable. Yeah. You know, Grace, think how good you could make who's that Cosmere character if you had the surge of illumination to like set the stage mm. and stuff. You could it's really true. It, it, there's an art to it. Like, think like, about how much better my announcer voice would be if I could like enhance it with illumination. Yeah, like you could you could really make that <laughs> endowment voice like perfect. There's there's a lot of different artsy things that you could use that you'd probably enjoy. <sighs> So in honor of starting to listen to Warbreaker graphic mm -hmm. audio with my parents uh -huh. this weekend, mm -hmm. I'm going to guess Siri. It is not Siri. I think, Eric, realistically, if I had illumination, I would just use it to like make my face and hair look perfect on every episode. I mean, that sounds like <laughs> a very, very practical purpose uh like i could just get the sound in this room perfect so maybe i do want truth watcher this seems actually very <laughs> oh, no. practical for my, could, my never life. complain about my lighting again yeah because like to uh, be honest like that this whole shininess is like i, I feel like you know we, we got to be like hollywood and have guys have slight bits of makeup you know so i'm not as shiny because that's what makeup is for I'm going to guess Tien, because I forgot all the clues, what? but he is a sibling. Wait, I haven't read Clue 4 yet. And I haven't guessed I was... yet. Oh, yeah. Oh, you did. I did not. I don't remember. I guess Tien. Okay. It is not Tien. Oh, well. 
<laughs> we'll that our record will show if David guessed twice or not because we did not remember at all. This Who knows? It's wrong anyway. Is shy. Is it? It couldn't be shy, is it? <laughs> <laughs> immediately, guess. immediately, what I thought. Yeah, no, me too. After human, no, I'm gonna say shy just because she's not, not related shy. to a viewpoint character. What about uh, her grandfather Gautona, who she's writing into her soul stamp as a kindly grandfather? <laughs> I don't think that. Bam. Not the stretch. Bam. <laughs> related. Related to in the spiritual That's realm, stretch, everyone. I... <laughs> if you think about it, everyone's related in the spiritual realm. That is, and I only remember two clues, so I only accept <laughs> aluminum. What were the clues again? The clues are uh, went on a long journey, related to a viewpoint character, uh, doesn't have a strong relationship with their father, and is shy. That was all. Those are shy. We should even mention her father at any point. <laughs> True, she did write like a kindly uncle into her that she was raised by. So I don't know what that says about her. Because wasn't wasn't her soul stamp like her aunt and uncle? I think so. Well, yeah. the, yes, Gautana was, was going to be the grandfather when she yes. altered it. Mm-hmm. So why mm-hmm. did she completely write her parents out of her ideal life? All strong evidence for my wrong guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that doesn't quite work. I thought I was so clever. I bet it's really on Rashar, guys, and we've all tricked ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know what? Screw it. I'm gonna guess Steris. It is not Steris. But like, I was gonna. It's like, but Steris is close with their dad, but Marasi yeah. isn't. But Marasi's not shy, so I was like, ah, oh, shoot, mm-hmm. just didn't quite work. <sighs> Good old Lord Harms. <laughs> Jackson <laughs> Harms. Jackson. Is it Spook? It is not Spook. Mm. Is it Parlin? It is not Parlin. The son of the general. Mm. Yeah, Solid. yeah, yeah. Wow. I forgot that I fact. I was right going now. between guessing him or guessing Siri mm. in that moment. What if we guess Ridger? What is who is Parlin from again? What? Warbreaker. Yeah. Warbreaker. So Parlin oh. is the person who went with uh, Vivenna, Vivenna. Uh, to oh, yeah. Tatalir and totally died. And yeah. then got he has fun. the um, link. Legend of Zelda hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's the one that Brennan says, if I was going to write this book again, I'd give Parlin a character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Parlin was yeah, just like he, weird, he was, and that was his character. He was there to die. Yep. Mm. Clue five. Oh, this character does not speak Alethi. We were right. Well, I guess actually, it could be any. That's a lot of plans. <laughs> <so actually. laughs> it's got to be Rosharid, right? Is it? Is it Huyo? It is not Huyo. <laughs> that's how to one say of the it. that Huyo. That's one of the Cardassian cousins. If you read these books, you don't know how to have to know how to pronounce them. Is it Rock's <laughs> youngest child, whose name I forget? It is Rock's youngest child. What? What? what kind of BS is that? Because he had he didn't he never met the child. It was born after he was he was gone. And I remember them talking about which languages his kid spoke, and that was the entire inspiration. Wow. Jesus. Dang. Insight. <laughs> well, this this one had us just tied in knots. David, ten I'm... minutes ago, I'm not really good at this game anymore. <laughs> it's just like I got this. 
I'm pretty sure we've had like all of Rock's children on Who's That Cosmere character before. Was that, was that beautiful song or not beautiful song? Uh, or the this, other song? This person says beautiful song and I, I didn't fact check it, but I assume they, they checked. Because that's the only one I remember. Mm-hmm. I, oh, I did say beautiful song was her name, which according to... Oh, okay, great. Yeah, okay. Huh. Wow. Bang! Alright, well. That was a hard that was one. That was a hard one. Dang, I I would never have gotten that one. Cool. Well, that's good. Well, we just got some news uh, as we were recording this that Mm -hmm. uh, the original, which was going to be an audible original, uh, (laughs) is going to come out later this year. And so Brandon commented on Reddit saying that... uh, the publisher wanted it to be later this year rather than earlier, and he thinks they're looking at August right now. Um, mm-hmm. It's audio original, not not published by Audible, uh, but mm-hmm. cool. And there's apparently and, a little original music. And and that's the one where a clone has like criminals get hunted down by their, by their clones and if the clone catches the criminal they get to they take over their life their essentially yeah that sounds like i should train one of you guys to record things so i don't have to be on that episode <laughs> and listen to it because to, to be honest i just don't like audiobooks like uh, i know cool. tons of people love audiobooks but like i i cannot do other things while listening to audiobooks like it requires a lot of focus for me and yeah. that just totally kills audiobooks for me I do like audiobooks, but I'm not very interested in this story, like at all. I don't know. I, I like. No, apparently, I'm a fanboy, and I don't care, and I will listen to it. A lot of apparently over half of Star Sight's uh, sales were audiobook, which is insane to me. But like, so yeah. I guess they're just super popular, which is why we get so, comments about the audiobooks all the time. <laughs> Oh. I I hear that the Skyward and Starsight audiobook narrator is really really good. Apparently, cool. Oh. Like multiple unrelated people have told me that. I have no idea who that even is. Yeah, I'm insane, but. <laughs> <laughs> uh but cool. Well, there's there's some there's some content. You know, gotta gotta get us to Rhythm of War. We'll get there. Yeah. Just speaking of Rhythm of War, Brennan is also doing a reading from. Rhythm of War for his San Diego Comic-Con panel. So that, that'll that be cool. They're asking for questions from people on Reddit to post for things to ask Brandon. Oh, boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, this might be totally uh, irrelevant like... by the time the podcast comes. Oh, true. Looks like San Diego Comic-Con is July 23rd to 26th. Oh, okay. Plenty of time. Neat. A month from now. Yeah. All, all digital, I imagine. So Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for watching. We will see you next time. You can find us on 70chart.com for all your news, discussion, theories, and fun that you could ever want. Join us in Discord. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Uh, Twitch, I guess now. You can leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, and if you like our stuff, you can support us on Patreon. Uh, and we will see you all next time dark one coming out june 26th so that'll be pretty soon yep yep we'll see you all next time bye peace
Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.